This is the Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 300, Saturday, No, June... no, no, wait a minute, you don't give the date? <laughs> don't you, I? You should no, give the date. you don't do that. Well, I'm doing it this time. This is a new, a new, this is right. the 300th Take show, two. you can do a new the, one. For, this All is right. a new format for the next 300. The next yeah. 300. The, ah! life, the life sentence. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Would be. This is the Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 300, Saturday, June 22nd, 2019. I am Rob, you are Greg. I thought you forgot. And you are Frank. Frank. Yes. The overnight Thanks over for having me on the, the show. The uh, what else the is he? The bluff cosm. The bluff cosm. <laughs> the bluff cosm guy. The think fang guy. Think the fang what? guy. Think fang. My my book of poetry. You never read it. Severe I'm afraid not. And, uh, <laughs> no. Well, long time friend and and podcaster and ba- bandmate at one point bandmate influence uh, frank nora so welcome yes uh, it's your recorder well, so yeah. it's his recorder physically you're, but you're welcoming us. it's our content emotionally yes so 300, 300 episode now, 300 it, you know yesterday was the eight month mark since your last episode oh, 299 so we are now I, giving I, birth yes. prematurely <laughs> to the episode yes. 300 uh, it's a little anticlimactic <laughs> at this point. But. So how long? It was probably, I want to say it was 2005. Yep. And we were in Frank's apartment, weren't we? Yes. You had like an office? Yeah, room, yeah. Of some kind. It was yeah. tasting popcorn. Remember that? Right, yes. We did a popcorn I, review. Taste popcorn. It, 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 it rings, somewhat rings a bell. Oh, it was, I have to yeah. go back and listen we were, to it. Well, we were on, on the overnight skate. Yeah, yeah. And then we but, started... We did a test of the Porn Stevens show, which was terrible. Oh, okay. That is now uh, episode zero. Right. Pornstevenson.com. To ri- uh, uh, Rob uh, opposed it, but I, I went ahead and posted it. And, you know, when I organized it on my archive, I, I put it before episode one. So Good. now it's, everything's in sequence. Uh. <laughs> that was the episode where we had, well, we still have no idea what we were doing, but we had no idea what we were doing. And I, if you could picture this, like right now we're sitting around a table, you have a pocket digital recorder. And yeah. Stereo, you know, this is all pocket and, and very doable. In in summer of 2005, picture this, we're in Greg's car. I have a laptop. I'm in the passenger seat. I have oh, a laptop on my Pontiac, lap. The Pontiac old, Grand Prix. The old Pontiac Grand Prix. I'm in the passenger seat. He's driving. I have a laptop. A nice throaty, for a V6, I had a nice throaty exhaust, which... Unfortunately, you heard on every episode that we did it there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so I had a laptop on my lap and a microphone, which I very, very idiotically stuck. I'm like, where do I, where could I hold, hold, hold this thing? I, I stuck it in the to. vent. I jammed it in the vent. He had the in air the conditioning summer. on. It was the summer. So the entire episode, you're like, <laughs> like that. And then um, we went and picked up one of our high school friends who had some girl with him, and they were in the back him. seat and like chiming in and couldn't hear anything the guy <laughs> said at all. It's terrible. And, and and this laptop that I bought it off someone on Craigslist, the battery oh, no. would only last like an hour and a half. So <laughs> it's terrible. 
was terrible. But anyway, so episode 300. So, yeah, so back then we we, we met up in Frank's office or something. Something like that, and uh, he invited us to the world of podcasting. Oh yeah, it was really in a new world back before then. Before it was called pod- no, I think it was. I think it actually yeah. was called podcast. It was really weird because like neither of us really spoke. Did I just like hog all the airtime? Not really. Or- <laughs> I mean, you gave us an opportunity to talk, but I was like, <laughs> we didn't know. We just we were like, what do we say? Yeah, we, <laughs> we we don't know what to say. We hadn't developed our Paunch Stevenson show personas yet, uh, but. But, um, what was I going to say? I don't, I don't know. know. Dead air. Oh, so we, we're going to have to pay a service to edit out the silence. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, just kidding. A lot of podcasters these days hire editors to, uh, to edit out all of their, all their flubs. Put well, it this way. Put I it do this have way. to edit out my sniffling many when, times. Nah, when, uh, I leave my me. sniffling in, David. Hey, this me. is the Porn Stevenson Show Unplugged. This is a new phase. Exactly. Porn Stevenson Show album. <laughs> Produced by Phil Spector. Oh, yeah. From, from the Slammer. So Let It Be reference. <laughs> Remember on the back of the album, Let It Be, said a new phase Beatles album. <laughs> yeah. From the producer, <laughs> Phil Spector. They're going to no. make some good albums after that one, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, okay, so I was going to say, I don't know. I was listening to an old episode of the Paunch Stevenson show, which I do from time to time because I think they're funny. Yes, they're very good. <laughs> and I was cracking up on them, them. in the middle of the subway train in New York City. And uh, but anyway, Wait, you didn't have it on speaker. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. So I was saying, I was. This was a very old episode. I was talking about a podcast that I liked, and I got on the topic of. Uh, I did a little rant where I said, I, I, you know, I get into these podcasts and then they fizzle out. You never get an update. You never hear from them again. What happens to these people? They just fizzle out. We are never going to do that. And we did that. And we did the exact same thing that I said I hated. So I didn't want to let it fizzle out. We're at 299. Come on. We could do 300. So many big, huge Paunch Stevenson show related things have happened. I said, we got to do 300. So we got the band back together. And and it, it's not it's not out of any kind of malice or hatred or, or anything. It's just we're busy and... And, uh, you know, it kind of ran its course and we, you know, we have other things and, and, but anyway, but 300, so we have to do 300. It can't fizzle out. There's an, we have, you know, that's the explanation. We're going to have closure. What kind of explanation is that? Well, then there's going to be, you're going to do 301 next week, right? Of course. Yeah. Back to the, it's going to, it's going to keep going. Four minutes every Monday. (laughs) Come on, you can do it. (laughs) You can fit, fit 10 of them on a CD or whatever. Three episodes on an audio CD. Um, so yeah, so episode three hundred, and uh, so we are outdoors. I'm just so where are you? Yeah, let's set the scene. We're, it's night. it's nighttime now. It's it's the fir- is it the first or second day of summer? I guess twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, that's second. right. Yeah. So to celebrate Solstice. summer, Paunch Stevenson's show episode three yeah, hundred. Exactly. I want that's to, all this show is going to be is just me saying episode three hundred. <laughs> I want I, 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 I wanted to ask you guys something. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, go ahead. <laughs> no one has left the table, but go ahead. Yes. Regardless. So I was, uh, you know, I, I work in, in Midtown Manhattan, right? And uh, I walked, uh, a few months ago, I walked into Bryant Park, and there's this giant umbrella, like 30, 40 feet tall, and it's for that uh, TV show. For the Point Stevenson no, show? No, no. 300? You know, 
for the Umbrella Academy by what is it? Was it uh, Gerard Way created this comic? Uh, right, I just want to ask you about this. So this has become this huge. Not Newark. No, okay, so this became this huge thing. They constructed a giant umbrella to promote the Umbrella Academy. Which, by the way, isn't that from Resident Evil? Yeah, the Umbrella Corporation. But anyway, you guys have like a history with this uh, this guy Gerard Way, who was in a band, My Chemical Romance. Yes. And then he started a comic book called Umbrella Academy. Now it's a huge TV show. But you knew him in high school, right? Or did you? Middle school, high school, middle school. So this is you went to high school with Gerard Way, the famous Gerard. Also in my chemical role. Still owes me money, by the way. Really? Still owes me money for Snapples. Really? So what about this guy? Like, what was he like? Like, is it is like no one from my high school became like big like that? You know, regular, normal, nerdy. Art guy. So what do you what do you think happened? This guy he would draw. Like, I would draw. He would do me. I would do me. You know, we all uh, we hung. We we knew some of the same friends. We'd hang out sometimes. It was, it was I I found that he 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 struck gold yeah. by by composing terrible music <laughs> that just happened to be accepted by a generation of of people who like terrible music. Right, because 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 I I was in a band with Rob. I didn't play any instruments, but I wrote some stuff. Mm. We we didn't have any success. Well, how I did mean, that? <laughs> and Rob's much more talented than Gerard Way, musically oh, speaking. Don't you think? Maybe I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I guess I, not. The world no, says I mean, I'm not, so uh, I have to go with that. I don't know. It's it's difficult to explain. Like he had this whole like look. Yeah. You know, and everything was very produced and that kind of stuff. But I mean, they had success. I remember. Um, they they did like some pretty big shows. They were on the Warp Tour and stuff like that. Uh, they did a big parking lot show at Vintage Vinyl one time. Oh, really? People telling me about that in Fords, like, New Jersey. Yes, in okay. Fords, New yes. Jersey. Yes. My favorite was, town. You know, Fords. I was there recently. Yeah. I went to a CD signing for a fellow Clifton resident, believe it or not, Tommy James. Really? I don't know if I know the Shondells. Oh, the Shondells. Okay, Tommy yes, Tommy, yes, yes. Tommy James and the Shondells. Yes. I, I recently on my show I looked at I looked up vintage vinyl and it's still there because I was on the yeah, subject of Forge, New Jersey. It's Very exciting topic, by the way. Still there. <laughs> I, I was there several years ago. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, so vintage vinyl. So I actually I actually Ooh, tried right? selling I, I actually yeah, tried selling a bunch of records there once, and I had a horrible experience because I thought they would buy all of them, even if they gave me like twenty cents for them. The guys like, I'm these two I'll buy. The rest of them you got to take back. I'm like. At that can, point, can I'm just not. Throw them out for me. I'm, at that point, <laughs> I'll just take them all back, and I still have them. Yeah. Well, that's and, what I did. I, I traded in a bunch of a few, some albums, CDs, DVDs, and they took like two thirds of them, and then the rest of them, they're like, "Well, we can't use these." And I was like, "Ah, just keep them." <laughs> they, they, they don't even have like disposal service for your records. I think I took some of them back and, and traded them into uh, Fye. Yeah. I used to I used to trade in uh, CDs at Coconuts. It was very lucrative at one point. <laughs> now that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Coconuts was the forerunner to Fye. Yeah, Coconuts, Sam Goody. Some of my CDs were very valuable. Like they gave me like twenty bucks for some of the CDs. Honestly, yeah. So now, Greg, I want to ask you about. Oh boy, I want to ask you about. I have. I'm your friend on Facebook, right? I think so. I, I never. I don't see your content. You don't see my shows posted? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, maybe Actually, I'm. Wait, wait, you know what? There's a weird. Okay, I I probably <laughs> muted you at some point. There's a. <laughs> Thanks. There's this thing that happens on Facebook where yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll check in. I'll look, you know, I'll look at it, 
and I see, you know, like the same few people like posting yeah. pictures or whatever, and I'm like, where's the other hundred and fifty people I'm connected? I never see anything from I know it's from weird. you, you from any. It's like, yeah, well, I want to see some variety. Like, I only ever post like my shows. I don't really do anything else. No. I just like, I just post twice a week, basically. People over, which is fine. I'm not. Yeah. I li- obviously I like the people, but I want to see all the people, and it's 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 like filtering something. Yeah. So uh, what, what was your question? The algorithm. So that's the question. Now, you have uh, an incredible collection of photographs with celebrities. Yes. And you just recently got a very a very special one, Mr. Bill Murray. Bill, uh, so, so tell us about this. It's, it's a really great picture with Bill Murray. There's not much to tell, yeah. honestly. So basically, I uh, I went to there was it was some kind of like charity, like small, very tiny theater was doing like a musical show, and the curator of the evening was an actor named Arliss Howard, who was a private cowboy in Full Metal Jacket, and oh, okay. other things. Right, so I was right. there with a friend. And we got some of the people there. They had uh, G.E. Smith showed up, you know, many years ago. was with the Saturday Night Live band and uh, Hall & Oates. Hall & Oates. I just got into Hall & Oates recently. Rob is squinting. He was the lead yeah. guitarist for Hall & Oates. Uh, Black or white? Shut up. <laughs> John Oates. <laughs> oh, that's right. The, like san- those, the guitarist and the, the bass player were with Hall & Oates and on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so... He was there. There was a guy from Bad Company there, uh, etc. So we never see the, this guy, Arliss Howard. We just figure, oh, he must have got in there early. We saw his wife show up as Deborah Winger. Um, He's married to Deborah Winger? Yes, he is. Really? Yes. Wow. In, Deborah Winger. Was it, so, like, that one role in Full Metal Jacket, like, I, you never, I never thought about that guy afterwards. But He's, he's been in other things. Yeah. But that's obviously like a Kubrick film is like the biggest thing yes. you can do, basically. So basically, so we, we didn't ask her like, hey, is your husband in there? No. <laughs> so we left. We went other places and we were going to come back in a few hours for when the, the show ended and try and get Arliss Howard. So we're as we're waiting there, my friend is looking on Instagram trying to figure out if this guy is here. He's looking at like things that are tagged at this dinky theater. And all of a sudden, he looks at, he shows me, he goes, what is this? And it was Bill Murray was in there. And he was doing, <laughs> you know, Bill Murray does a lot. He goes to, like, open mic stuff and all and almost exclusively sings Gloria. Really? You know, Wait, like the Van Morrison uh, song. Oh, not, oh, not the... Uh, Laura Brannigan. No, Come on. No, no. <laughs> Which was the St. Louis Blues victory song in the recent G-L-R-I-A NHL. Uh, yeah. song. Wait. The, the Laura Brannigan song? The Laura Brannigan version was the St. Louis Blues hockey team victory song, and they won the Stanley yeah. Cup. But yeah. why, though? I, I didn't know. really get that glory. far. I, I, don't I, d- I didn't figure it out, but yeah. It's a good song. Apparently, Laura Brannigan sang the national anthem at a hockey game oh, 50 years ago. I don't know. 20 years. Is, Which, did, by the way. She didn't make it? What? I think she's dead, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, maybe. She, no, yeah, she died. She uh, died. But by the Otherwise, way. Otherwise, her music would be on the charge today. Yes. Otherwise, we could have used the clip. <laughs> that she is not dead. Yes. She, uh, uh, that, that's the Laura Brennigan hit song, Gloria, yeah. was a remake of it an was. Italian song. Yes, and yes. That was my contribution to this conversation. <laughs> so, so go ahead. So Bill so, Murray at this so, so, Bill Murray, yeah. is, we, we realize Bill Murray is in there. And uh, we wait, and it ends. It's good. Oh. We're good. We, and Too it, wild uh, you know, the, and crazy guy? The show ends. He was not one of those, no. Oh. 
That was Aykroyd and <laughs> Steve Marsh. Yeah. So the show Three ends. Amigo. The show ends, and he walks out with Deborah Winger and this other actress, and some people are shaking his hand or whatever. And he walks up, and I was like, you know, I, like I knew he was in there, but I was like, I ha- you had to make it with him. You have to make it seem random, or he like gets annoyed. Yeah. So you can't be standing around with a pen. No, nah, like, it, that's usually not going to yeah. work out too well. Yeah. So he comes out, and I'm like, I'm like, wow. So I was gonna do like a bill, bill, like oh my god, and he just he ignored me. Uh, but I don't think he likes heard me. I think that's what it was. So my friend like jumped in and was like, "Bill, I'm the biggest fan. I want a photo." So we did it. <laughs> and so then he's like, "Okay, thanks, guys." And he's walking away. And we're like, "No, no, no, no. he wants one." And he goes, "Oh, you guys are pros. See, you guys are pros. Otherwise, he wouldn't have wanted the photo too. You guys are pros." And I was like, no, Bill, I, I'm, you're my idol. I'm going to go home and cry after this. And he laughs, and so he does the photo for me, and then I shake his hand, and away he goes. And that was it. You they went you, drinking somewhere. You know what you should do? So if you see, like you say, he shows up at these things. you got to go up to, oh, Bill Murray. Um, can you get me Brian Doyle Murray's autograph? <laughs> I do need him. Just, really? This has a goof. So this is kind of like in the old days, people would collect a celebrity's autographs, but now you collect a pic- pictures, right? You yeah. get you take a picture of yourself well, because, with them. Because back then, who carried around a camera everywhere yeah. they went? Now we do have cameras everywhere we go in our in the so, smart cameras. So, Greg, your your collection of celebrities is incredible. Like yeah. you have everyone. Not everyone. And when a celebrity dies, you can show your picture with them. Not, I not could. Paul McCartney yeah. loves. Uh, so I don't have. Paul. All right, tell me the Paul McCartney story because I know this story. No story. No. Someone, you were waiting outside. It was 14 below zero. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I left. I went home. So, and, but, but some, tell the whole story. Seconds, tell the whole story. Two seconds after you went home. No, I was So. Who comes walking out. No, no. And says, love. It was more like three hours. But right, love. I was already home. I think I was in the bed. And these guys, this other, this is my friend and this other guy, they went to an uh, after party for Saturday Night Live. And Paul McCartney showed up. But but you were waiting. It was one of those nights here in in, in uh, you know New York, New Jersey, where it was like literally like below zero. It was like oh, it super was a freezing. Few years ago, it Painful. was brutal. Actually, the the following week is when they had the 40th anniversary of Saturday Night Live, and then it was even colder. But the the weekend before it was brutal, and it was uh, yeah, it was it was heinous. And I said, so you were out there waiting, hoping that some people would come out you can get pictures with, right? Yeah, I mean, it was like uh, John Stewart was there, and uh, Paul Rudd, who was so drunk he couldn't even like stop. <laughs> he got into Weird Al's car. We're not even sure if it was, he was supposed to, but he just got into Weird Al's car. Now, now was it Weird Al or Weird Bob? No, it was Weird Al. It was, it was Al. the okay. Weird Al. Bill Nye, the science guy, was there. It was very Wait, for, for SNL 40. No, nah, this was something else. This was a this was the Robert Schmeigel, John Stewart night of a too many stars charity that they used to do. It was at the Beacon. Yeah, Beacon Theater. Anyway, so I went home. I said, "This is too cold." Those guys went to the Saturday Night Live party. Um, I think the host was like Dakota Johnson. I was like, who cares? And. Uh, her parents were there, and Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson. Don yeah, she was in that gray, Shades of Grey movie. Yeah. Don Johnson, you know the Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey, the sex movie. Four Shades of Grey, <laughs> Game Boy. Yes. And so anyway, so and Paul, yeah. Paul McCartney showed up, and he he did a couple of photos. So one of one of your friends who's also into getting these these celebrity yeah. photos got a picture with Paul McCartney. 
Yes, which has that, to be like the Holy Grail at this point. Rubbed it in your face. No, he didn't rub it in my face. Even though he's not, he's Paul is dead. But let's not even get no, into that right now. It's Paul. <laughs> well, we were talking about before that Paul sounds like an old lady now, yes. love. <laughs> Hello, love. So now, is there like, do you have like a central repository of these pictures? I know they're on Facebook, but do you have like, Flickr. but do you have like, so it's it's your Flickr account that you can see all the pictures? Pretty much. Flickr.com slash No, I mean, there's no slash. That's okay. Oh, it is. Slash Greg2600. Yeah, they're all there. What, Greg2600? Yeah. Okay, that's how you can see that them. It's usually It's my very case. impressive. Like, like, you have stars from like every era, every... It's amazing. Yes. Dedicate. A lot of money. Now, now I am always I am always incredibly awkward and I feel really like self-conscious when I'm around a celebrity. How is it that like there must be a way like you must have developed a way of like approaching celebrities. Like you said you had a strategy for for Bill Murray like how normally, do you Normally you don't need a strategy. He's just a so he's not, a tough one. Yeah, he's just a but normally tough. you just say, "Hey, you know, I, I want a picture with you," and it that, just works. That's I mean, pretty much well, it. Well, I, I was watching. Of you know, you, you go on YouTube an hour later. Somehow we end up watching these crazy random videos. So anyway, I came across this video, and it was Harrison Ford walking down the street, yeah, and fans, you know, stopping him for autographs and pictures. And I don't know. In in these particular few videos, he was very accommodating. Yeah. Except. When the fans, and oh, okay, I signed your thing. We got a picture. Okay, okay, I'll do you. I'll do you. Okay. And then he starts walking. And then you get, like, the professional people who can't just have one order. They need, no, sign my stack of 200. <laughs> All right, look, I'll, I'll sign two of them. Then I really have to get somewhere. And then he starts walking away. Then they keep, it's when you keep hounding the people or you show up with a suitcase full of, you know, 800 prints that you would. That's yeah. when they are like. That's when they lose it. If Everybody's got to eat, Rob. Everybody has no, to eat, Rob. If you're just a nice, normal person, oh, I'm a big fan. Can I just take a quick picture? Most of the people will stop and accommodate that. Yeah. Just don't be a jerk. Most about people it. in your pictures, they, they look kind of, um, they look kind of happy to do it, or at least they're well, they're actors, so they're pretending. To Except it. Sting. <laughs> and and what, what's the story with Mandy Moore? I remember that picture. She looked uh, so upset when she was was she very angry that, that day? Uh, she she's gotten a little bit nicer recently. She okay. was she really wasn't. And then we kept asking her every time she would go in and out of this hotel. And <laughs> so finally, she like she didn't want to do it. And then she was, and then I think I like bugged her. Or the guy next to me <laughs> bugged her, and she literally like did this thing where she walked past us. Stop! Like hit the brakes, like stamped her feet, came backwards and did it with like the biggest sourpuss. Uh, wow! And her, her but now, but, but, but co-star listen, Justin Hartley is behind. She should be happy. Her. People but want pictures with her. She's not a star anymore. That's what I was. Her star has fallen. Mandy Moore. Come on, she's she's like a C minus one show. She's a C list. Yeah, what is she? What's what she on? This is us. It's like the number one yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch that show. I don't watch. All right, so maybe she's a B list celebrity. You don't watch it. It has time travel. What? Uh, that doesn't have time travel. It has oh, flashbacks. Flashbacks. Okay, I don't watch that show. I only watch real-time travel shows. And then Greg did mention, you know, we talked about this on an, on an older episode of the Punch Stevens show, the, the Michael Keaton, uh, he kept evading. <laughs> it's Batman. Right? Remember, he kept evading. He kept, like, going into the building. and Anyway. Yeah. Did you ever get Michael Keaton? Yeah, a couple times. He's yeah. he's a weird guy. Now, who's weird someone guy. that like you never you're never able to get even if you see them in the distance? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, McCartney's not George Harrison. He's dead. Hey, that's why. You get Ringo? No, nah, Ringo. He's, he's not really around. 
I would say, uh, I, I would say, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them. A lot of the big ones are just, they can't be bothered. Meryl, Meryl Streep, Harrison Ford's tough. You know, Meryl Streep, tough. Glenn Close. Yeah, she's a little tough, Not, but who cares? Glenn Campbell? I think he's dead, too. <laughs> How about the other Glenn Campbell? Who's the other Glenn Campbell? From the... Uh, William Campbell. You no, well, William Campbell, you've your friend got... Star Trek. <laughs> no, William Campbell is Paul McCartney. Uh, <laughs> no, that was the guy from Star Trek, wasn't it? No, but there was another Glenn Campbell who was in um, in, a, in a band. He played uh, pedal steel guitar. Oh, I don't know. In, uh, I don't know. <sighs> well, Glenn Campbell did play guitar. Well, this is a different Glenn Campbell. Oh. Anyway. Also a guitar? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. All right, so so do you want to go on dead or alive info? Yes. yes. Get on the website. We have, there's been so many in the past eight months. Most of the celebrities on Earth have died, unfortunately. Right. And uh, now there is a very yes. very big one. Yes. We didn't do this the last show. time. No, it, he died. Uh, we didn't right. do it. Celebrity oh, deaths. There's and that, a very humongous one for the porn team. And that's where I found out about the website dead or alive ready? info was from your show. Dot com. Yeah. Now ready? It is. Bob Einstein. Ah. Oh, no. People, and you might not know Larry. it. Oh, my You might not know who he is, but. Oh, I died. I died. Am I dead, Larry? He played, Mr. Uh, Tacanel is swan, Larry. Am I still going to get residuals? Larry, why do I talk like this? <laughs> what's wrong with my voice? What's going on? Now, what was his name on, on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? His name was um, something. Funkhauser. Funkhauser, yeah. Funkhauser. But people may know him as a different character, Super Dave Osborne yes. from the old uh, Bizarre Show and other, other Showtime. Wasn't he on uh, 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 David Letterman? Wasn't that? Was yeah, he was on Letterman. I think he was on Letterman he a few times. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he had a cartoon to the Super Dave That's cartoon. Right. Saturday but this morning. was this was one of the things at work where I said, "Oh, do you know Bob Einstein uh, died?" And you know his brother was Albert Einstein. Yes. And uh, he equals yeah. MC squared. And uh, people are like, and I said he played Super Dave Osborne. People are like, Super what? Like everyone where I work is young, so they never heard of Super Dave Osborne. It's one of those things. It's it's you know his real brother was Albert Brooks. Well, we were talking about this earlier, that no matter how humongous... I'm not saying Super Dave was the most humongous thing, but no matter how humongous something is in pop culture, the Honeymooners, I Love Lucy, Pee Wee Herman, Back to the Future, even the biggest pop culture thing, eventually enough time passes and there's a cutoff. Where People don't know about him next anymore. Next generation, two generations, three... But so, some generation later... It it just vanishes. First of all, you act like Super Dave Osborne was Michael Jackson. No, it was huge I'm for me. It was huge. That as an example that people today don't know. So his brother is Albert, Albert Brooks, but his original name was Albert Einstein, and people probably don't uh, even know who Albert Brooks is anymore. Well, but he was an enormous star, don't star know at one me point. Me anymore? Can you believe it? Can believe <laughs> right. nobody knows Albert Brooks. But anyway, so, just so anyway, Super Dave Osborne was a parody of Evil Knievel. Yes. Yeah. If anyone knows who that is, well, the people the people we work with are, are definitely not going to know evil. Knievel. I, I asked them about evil. They didn't know evil Knievel either. They're like evil. What? What was, what was he? A bad person? He was evil. I'm like, no. <laughs> evil right. Knievel Super was Dave. the guy. Well, you missed the big one. Who would? I know. I know the big one. Ready? Match. Gloria no! Vanderbilt. Yes, no! Anderson Cooper's mother and the uh, the blue jean inventor. No, Gloria right. Vanderbilt. Wait, first of all, there's ninety five years ones old. In between ninety five years old. She used, she used to be on the commercials for her blue jeans, Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. There's other ones that have, Albert Finney died. 
Oh, Andrade Wallbox. Any. How about Leon Redbone? Leon uh, Redbone. The, Jan, Jan the, Michael the, Vincent the, the, died. Mr. Belvedere. Yeah. Jan Michael Vincent. From uh, Airwolf. Yeah. Dr. John. Grumpy Cat, age seven, yeah, died. Bart Starr. <laughs> Peter Tork. Peter yes, Tork. Oh, that yeah, was very sad. One of the monkeys. At, at Schiller Theater. Him and Mickey Dolan. How about Chewbacca, Peter Mayhew? Peter That's Mayhew. Right. Oh, boy, he was a delight. Did, oh, really? You, uh... He's being did you have trouble with him? <laughs> I didn't, but I have many people have told many horror stories. I, I saw him at uh, Comic Con a few years ago, and he was there was no one else there. But I was I felt weird going up to him and like, hey, hey Chewbacca. Well, he doesn't want to talk to you. He wouldn't want to talk to you unless you paid him. So you got to pay him money. Then he'll then he'll, he'll do the voice. But he he can't do the Chewbacca he voice. Do the voice. He didn't do the voice. Why can't he do the voice? He's Chewbacca. Uh, he didn't do the voice. Oh, great. So. I don't know who did the voice back. It was how about Frank Welch? Now, have you ever met the new Chewbacca? Has he? I like, have met him. Yes. Yeah. How, how is he? Is he he's old, a nice guy. A nice guy. Chewbacca. I would hope he's kind of he's kind of humble as he's barely a star. I M P. Luke Perry died. Yeah. Died. I, uh, but, who was that? I M P was 102 years old. A, an architect. A few people lived over 100. He designed a lot of buildings. That's why you should care. Luke Perry is dead. That's right. What are we going to do Buffy about that? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's right. Dylan and, uh, Dylan, Dylan, no, Dylan, Dylan McKay. McKay. I always get the, the actual um, guy. Tim Conway. Good that dwarf. was a huge dwarf. loss. Dwarf. Remember the Carol Burnett show? That guy is hilarious. Dorf on golf. Dorf. In fact, there's a there's a listener to the Overnightscape named Escapist, and he used to work with Tim Conway on Dorf on golf videos. Wow, yes, really? see, yes. Wow. Escapist knew that. Tim Conway. He said he was a lovely man. Yeah, I really, was, yeah they always said he was. Did you ever get Tim Conway? No. Really? No, How about Harvey cool. Corman? No, he's Lyle Wagner. Corman's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> Vicky Lawrence. Yes, Vicky I have Lawrence. gotten her. Really? That's a good one to get. Yeah, she's <laughs> not that nice. Vicky Lawrence was not nice? Not really. She doesn't seem very nice. She seems like really... What's with these comedians be, you know, be, being jerks? They're just miserable, like miserable people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have someone... King Kong Bundy dead. That's right. That, that, that was Who a great I loss. remember we saw him at Schiller Theater, too. Did we? With, uh, yeah, he was with Nikolai Volkov, yeah. and uh, his table was next to Mean, mean Gene Okerlin. Also, who also died recently. Yeah, he did. Yeah, That's he did. right. Well, we I got to talk to him, yeah. Also, really? my mother-in-law died. Angela... Who, Tony Danza? No, the mother-in-law. Oh, uh, Mona. 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 Uh. Ca- Carol Channing died. Catherine Hedman. Hellman. Hellman. Someone uh, mentioned in a Beatles song. Who? Doris Day. Really? Doris Day, yeah. They actually mentioned in two Beatles songs. Which, uh, on... Uh, actually, which well, one, really. What, dig it. Dig it. Also, B.B. King. Doris Day. B.B.C. Doris Day. Yeah. <laughs> Dig it. Dig it. Was she mentioned in We Didn't Start the Fire also? I don't, I don't think know. So. Was she on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's? Along Doris with Aleister Crowley? I don't know. You know, I don't know that, actually. Yeah. I know Mae West was on there, but I don't Mae know. Mae West, if, yeah. yeah. She's dead, too, if, she, you, well, if you didn't know already. Why don't you Did you ever get Mae West? Nah, yeah. I know she, she probably died, like, in 74, but yeah. still, you could have got her. How? I don't know. Um, I wasn't even DNA at that point. Oh, okay. All right. uh, oh, the star of the uh, beer league, Seymour Cassell. Hmm. Thought you were going to say Artie Lang. Well, he'll be next. Is he Artie Lang? Artie Lang is still alive. Have, I don't Did know. you get him? Is. I have gotten him. Yes, yeah. he's not. You hear this? Help me! Get me out of here! My God! The men's not dead! <laughs>
This man is not dead. He's not dead, Robin. Wait, have oh. you? I'm not even joking, Robin. We're getting serious. For okay, all right. Nah, I don't think so. I I had emailed Greg. Oh, this was a few months ago. I had emailed Greg a link to a news article. Yeah. Artie Lang, you know, he's always in and out of court and getting yeah. in trouble with drugs. It's Artie Lang. His, he has done so much drugs, <laughs> his nose has literally <laughs> collapsed. Yeah. He's in these photographs and yeah. he, he's deformed. Nose. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just... disturbing. I couldn't even look at it. It's, it's, like, it's horrifying. I feel terrible. I mean, I, he's in one of my favorite movies, Dirty Work. And uh, for those of you that don't know, he sort of took over for Jackie the Joke Man on uh, yes, on Howard, Howard Stern, Stern for many years. But too much drug. There is plot. there is a, a an interview. Uh, it's probably a recent one. It's on it's it's on YouTube. I don't know whose show it was, but it's Jackie the Joke Man, Martling. It's the stuttering guy, John Melendez, oh, yeah. and Billy West, yeah. oh, who is he was all a very bitter, bit, bitter former uh, cohorts of Stern yes. sidekicks. So right, so they all hate Howard Stern, yeah. and they had. It's funny they had, it's just this video of them like. It's it's I don't know whose show it was. It's video and they're like in front of like a fireplace and they just rag on him the whole time and it's great. Now wait a minute. There's nothing better than those guys going like you know Howard you know I I really tried. He wouldn't go to bat for me with you with with uh, with management. Yeah. But but they're ragging on the guy who made them millions. I know these guys would have been nobodies without him. Yeah, but he's a, he's a he's a turd. I'm sure, yeah. but uh, but anyway, all right. Dick Dale. Dick Dale, yes, definitely a surf surf guitar man. Yeah, whatever. He's a very, uh, very, on, very famous musician. Very famous. Uh, Dr. On. John also dead. Dr. Guy said him. Blah, blah, blah. David Who? Who was that? Was that the guy that killed uh, Son of Sand? Yeah. No, that no, no. He was. He didn't kill people. I, no, we're joking. Uh, David Horowitz. I remember this guy at a very early age. It was three or four years old. And I watched a lot of TV. We had the the twenty inch Hitachi colored TV, the fake, you know, simulated wood paneling yeah, yeah. with the rabbit ears and. And there was this TV show called Fight Back with David Horowitz. And it was basically a precursor to, like, uh, uh, what are they, on the news, like, ask. Like a ask, consumer advocate yes, kind of stuff? Yeah. Yes. I can't even, I'm drawing a blank now. But, you know, the, the David, David Diaz or, or something? Yes, like Arnold local Diaz. A, a, Arnold Diaz, like a local New York news guy. Yes. So David Horowitz, a Fight Back with David Horowitz. Uh, he was born... June thirtieth, fireworks. June thirtieth, nineteenth. We're not in a war zone yet. <laughs> in celebration <laughs> of episode three hundred. Episode three hundred. Yay! Um, <laughs> Denise, you could come. What, what kind of fireworks are these? This is like munitions. What is going on here? No, we live very close to the baseball stadium. You know, fireworks Every became Saturday. legal in New Jersey last year. Did you yeah, it's true. That? You know, they they sell them at Seven Eleven. I know. Stop and shop. Yeah, we never used to have that in Jersey. Uh, anyway, I went to Seven so, Eleven for a ring ding, and I was like, "Whoa, there's fireworks <laughs> yeah. here!" You know, Stop and Shop has a fireworks section now. Oh, yeah. Here. So anyway, uh, he he died of dementia. Oh. Uh, David Harwood and uh, Lyndon Larouche. Really, <laughs> ninety six years old. Well, you know, he actually started a, a cult. Like, there's the Larouche yeah. youth movement. You used to see them on the streets of New York City all the time. He was a cult leader. Belleville, really, very scary people. Middle school. I actually these old people like with these like pamphlets, these newspapers in front of the post office. Hey, you want to lend vote for Lyndon? We're twelve years old, dummy. What are you harassing us? Yeah, even as of a couple years ago, maybe he died now. They're kind of calming down. But I've seen them in New York. I saw them in Rutherford, a town near here. 
They're all over the place, and they, they, they indoctrinate these kids. Best, these raccoons, they're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we said Carol Channing, right? She was, in, she was an actress, right? Yeah, she's the one that had the voice like this. Yeah. She played Hello, Dolly. Broadway. And she's the kind of person you thought had died in, like, the 70s, but she was still alive up till, up till recently. Uh, yeah, but she, was, like uh, she was 97. Yeah, well, Zsa Zsa was 100. She was a, she was a, that, that was very sad, Zsa Zsa Gabor. She was yeah. like, in bed with half a leg, and her head was all swell. It was like, yeah. she, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so Carol Channing was 97. Uh, 66 years old singer James Ingram. Dead. I kind of heard the name. Baby, come to me. I know that song. Come from the 80s. Also, a big baseball name. It gets Throw Buckner. Not Phil Rizzuto from the That's my friend. Was he the Red the Red Sox guy? Yeah. That missed the series. It gets Throw Buckner. Here comes night and the Mets win it. Yes. From Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He From was Curb so Your young. Enthusiasm. <laughs> well, he had dementia of some kind. Wow. I was, a young guy. I was actually watching that game live. My, my roommate, Mad Mike, was a, a oh. huge Mets fan. I didn't know the historic significance of how devastating that was to the city of Boston. It was pretty bad. Have you seen the uh, Curse of the Bambino HBO uh, documentary? I don't know if I saw that one. but So they did two, of, two versions. They did one. 69 years old. Very young. 69. Uh, 69 years old. They did, they did two versions. So, the you know, HBO Sports, Real Sports, they, they, they've done multiple uh, sports documentaries, texting. So, they did, it was funny, they did two versions. The first version they did was this really doom and gloom version that was narrated by Ben Affleck. And it goes through of all the, like, the Red Sox failures and particularly the 86 World Series was like a central one because so many of the people that they interviewed in the documentary remember that one. Some of the older ones, obviously, they were dead. So, oh, they weren't alive yet. So they were very, it was very good. Now, within maybe a year of them putting that out, they won the World Series in 2004 for the first yeah. time in 80-something years. And so then they went and they redid it. And at the the last like you know twenty minutes is is them talking about that World Series run and them winning and then oh you know oh we went to our grandfather's grave and blah 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 blah. What's the point? And there's all this and and but they use they use the typical voiceover guy which is Liev Schreiber yeah. does everything. But to me it What's wasn't. You know he was he was born one day after I was born. Yes. Wait they What's don't use leave? they don't leave use Peter Cullen no. Leave us hot and what's wrong with the Red Sox? He's I know what your point is. He's one day young. He's the celebrity that's the closest in age Bob to me. Bob called me over here, by the way. The first? Yes. The, I'm saying. This is my wife, Denise. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. Hi, it's been a while. Hi, people. People of the future. A, a new challenge. When a Street Fighter 2, when you put the cord, a new challenger appears. A new challenger appears, yes. <laughs> but have you ever been on the Paunch Stevenson Show? No. See, this is our first time. It's been a dream time. of mine for many Episode years. Episode 300. <laughs> We've been yes. waiting 300 yes. episodes. That's why Rob called me over. I was over there by the fire pit, which is much more interesting. But Rob called me over. This yeah. is some. This is some unexpected fireworks display. Yeah. Well, over actually, here. Frank, they're that way. Oh, okay. That way. I right. thought I saw flashes that, that way. <laughs> if you go out in the front yard. You so see what was the deal way. with like? Wasn't there a piano bear, like under in a lake that they had to extract yes. somehow? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth in one of his drunken stupors threw a piano. Threw a piano into a <laughs> lake behind. Him. A piano. 
He was super, 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 <laughs> super, he was like a superhero. He was in the lake. That's why he could hit home runs. Yeah, and it was one of the cursed things they had to get, they had to pull the piano out, it didn't work. Yeah. Well, in 2004 it worked. Yeah. Was it a baby right. piano? Well, this is... Like a, like a children's The real... The, a Casio? Anyway, the, the right. point of the story was that they had two versions. The first one was good because it was doom and gloom, and then the second one after they won the World Series... They kind of retconned it and, uh, and did it over, and it wasn't. It didn't have the same effect. Right. It's not the same. They're they're now champs, you know. Then they then right. they did one for the Cubs. They yeah. about, Several years later, they HBO did a a kind of fan documentary about the Cubs and and all their their. But how lucky failures. was Jimmy Fallon to film that movie and they won? Oh, uh, oh. Fever Pit. Yes. Oh, yeah. With awful. Drew Barrymore. Yes. How lucky was Jimmy? Jimmy Fallon is so lucky. Uh, He's had so he much is success. Very lucky. <laughs> his, his talent is, is, I don't know. He was okay on Saturday Night Live, but on The Tonight Show, he's, I cannot take him. Yeah. I have no... You know what, though? I, I, I will admit, I have no interest in any late night. James Corden, Stephen... Yeah, I don't watch that stuff And I anymore. liked the Stephen I mean, Colbert report on, on uh, Comedy Central. I don't know. But, I'm not a Stephen Colbert fan, but the last two nights of Rock and Tours were on, so of course yeah. I watched. Yes. I he's, just, yeah, I'm, I'm done with the late pretty night. pretty James Corden. No, uh, Colbert. It's, all of them. It's like They're it, all on He just, it's, he does all his political jokes. Yeah. Well, that's his shtick. But, yeah, but and, and and Jimmy little... Kimmel, I don't know how this guy is still I fit. I like Kimmel. He is a piece of wood. <laughs> He's so stiff and, like, no personality. This guy is... <laughs> I can't believe... And how to is think, this guy famous? To think on the man show, he was, like, the livid one What's... versus Adam Carolla. I mean, Stephen Colbert, they love... He loves Jack White. Yes, that's true. And what's his face? Conan loves Jack. Conan loves Jack White. So anybody who loves Jack White. Well, actually, Colbert is also a big Colbert is a big Lake Street Dive fan, which is my favorite. And Jack Most White, people don't know band. Nice Lake Street Dive. One of, he, I, I, don't, I don't know that one. Well, you should. Oh yeah. Lake Street uh, Dive. Look it up. Stores. It was playing tonight in Brooklyn. Playing tomorrow oh. Coney Island. The raconteurs with Jack White from the White Stripes. I, well, you're here instead. And well, Rob, you know, like the choices, Rob or Jack White, like you know. Punch the into Joe Three. Jack yes. White. Yes. Jack Black. Be Jack White every time. Believe but, me, I tried. But then the Cubs won the World Series in Back to the Future Part Two, <laughs> and in the real in 2015, and in the real world, they won one year I mean, later. Oh yeah. Over yeah. Miami. Now listen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Imagine if, laces out. Imagine if Jack Black and Jack White made a band because they both play music. They well, could they could call it Black or White. But I don't know yes. if you know that Jack Black hosted the MTV Movie Awards and the Raconteurs were the house band for the night. Oh, and then yes. the very next day, Carrie that. and I went to Brooklyn to be in the level video. Yeah. And Jack well, White was like very nervous about his interaction with Jack Black because they had this little stick. Oh yeah, and nope. Everyone's afraid to talk to Jack White except for me. And then they all the band was joking him about Portland, Oregon, and Carrie used to sing that song with Sean Carrie. And I said Carrie. Carrie and Carrie. I See, said they, Carrie. They could have made a band. I said Carrie. Let me raise your. Let me let me let him know you could sing the lyrics. No. <laughs> and I'm like Carrie, you could sing with Jack she White. Nervous. I know. Carrie Carrie was in the band with and, with Rob and me and Black. Denise. And I told and I told her to bring it out. Her bring her CD. Did she? No. No. Did I bring my baby nah, clothes? She got too nervous. Did I give it to Jack White? Here's for no. your new baby. And Jack White kissed me right here on the cheek. Oh, you did give yes. it. Now, have you ever... And then Greg. when I took out my camera, Jack, do you mind if I ask you for a picture? 
because we were in his video all day long. So I figured I could ask him. She got a picture. I've been in other situations where I would never ask God. him for a picture. But yeah. this I figured I spent all day in your video. I can ask you for a picture. And then as soon as I took my camera out, Carrie came running over. Oh, she got a picture too. <laughs> riding the coattail. Yes. You know, Carrie, she, she probably on, could have sung Portland, Oregon with Jack White, but she did not she, want to do it. Listen, I'm going to quote a very wise person. Yeah. When you see a chance, Ugh. take it. And I did. Steve Winwood. Did my Great. sister? Did you ever get Jack Steve White Winwood? or Jack Black? Steve when you see uh, I have no interest in Jack White. I'm I've, sure I would like to get Jack Black. I've there's not had good luck with him, but he's gettable. He is gettable. But Jack White, no? No interest? No, no not really. When you see a chance... But would you, if he was there, would you just do it? Or, like, would you... Yeah, he but he's he's not known to be that friendly. Really? He's not... He's not he's what not are you talking about? For, for photos. Frank. And he's got one. Frank. He's, this is a very different circle of people. Than Every interaction I've had with Jack, we played we played blackjack with Jack White. Yes, we was did. he friendly? He seemed very friendly, but we we were pretending we spent, not to, not to know him. But we spent an hour and a half with him. Yes, we did playing wow. blackjack with him and his wife. Yes. Oh, no, wait, hold on. I have to now because it's the finale we of the uh, fireworks. I, we were smart. We would say episode three hundred. The point. This is the firing squad. This is squad. the grand finale. We're killing Guys, us. Where we killed the, the, the live This is when the episode end. What is going on? Like I only live a few miles from here. I never hear this kind of stuff going on. You hear these it's fireworks? Literally, like, like what is it? Montclair? Is it Montclair? Montclair State yeah. University. Oh, like Yogi Berra Stadium yeah. or something. Yeah. The, the baseball, like the seventh inning yeah. baseball, whatever. Wow, that, that is a wild fireworks display. Whatever it is, ninth inning. Whatever. We hear it at Nutley. Well, I hear it occasionally. July fourth. Yeah. yeah, you can see it from the <laughs> front yard. Yeah. It's, it's... But anyway, okay. So, uh, so there's one last death. There is born. one celebrity death that's uh, very important in the Punch universe. Uh, born December twenty eighth, nineteen twenty two. Oh, wow. Died November 12th, 2018. That's like 50 years before me. 95 years old. Yes. It's me, Stanley Webslingers, the man. <laughs> Nuff said. Stanley. Stanley, they're still fighting over my estate as we speak. I'm dead man. I invented, they make movies with, with uh, Ryan Reynolds now. I'm dead. sorry you were abused. Now, what was the final... He created one final superhero, Dirt, Dirt Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear about Dirt that? Dirt Nap. I don't who know. Who was Elder Abused? It was Stan Lee and who else? Well, Stan Lee was supposed Anything. to have been, uh, like, um, groping, groping nurses. nurses. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just told I'm, you about I have a resident in my facility who refused to wash his penis because he thought it was the CNA's job. But if you can wash your penis, you should wash your penis. Yes. The CIA's <laughs> job? The CNA. Oh. The certified... The CIA is supposed to wash your penis. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you know that? It's a conspiracy theory. Finally, they're doing something worthwhile. <laughs> you know, you know, you're Actually, supposed wait, to maintain wait. your level of functioning. So if you can wash your penis, you're supposed to wash your penis. The CIA, yes. again, mentioned yeah. in the Beatles song, Dig It. Yes, CIA. What yes. are we BBC, digging? I don't know. Dig it. Just dig it, man. Dig it. My dig it. Can you dig it? But how about digging the extended what? version of Dig It where they mention like John Junkin and other people? Yeah. Well, now wait a minute. You know now John Junkin who played no. a Shake in uh, Hard Day's Night? No. Hold on, though. I've what? seen a hard day's night. It was he was the assistant. Difficult. Frank, what? It's a great movie. Wash your penis every difficult. night. Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me. Listen. Uh, I know the CIA should be doing it. 
<laughs> I have a, wait, I, as a lifelong Beatles fanatic. Yeah. Even I have to ask the question. This this uh, <laughs> what many would consider to be a piece of garbage, throwaway, terrible jam song called "Dig It." Yeah. Which which Phil Spector had enough wisdom to only include like a 20 second snippet of it on the let it be album yeah um but if you go through all the bootlegs of, of the let it be sessions the get back sessions wh why did they jam they jammed on this song like 10 times i know they loved it why they loved it, it was it. terrible <laughs> they kept playing this doesn't matter they john jungen dig it dig it version was was like worse than you know they were terrible maybe but they were they just loved it. maybe they, they were, were just, high they were high well, they were definitely <laughs> high but maybe they were just in shock that they were able to they, they were all able to drugs. play instruments <laughs> and, and not Preston have was there and not have paul mccartney run in in the middle of the night and replace all their instruments Which paul McCartney? all their wow, record <laughs> but you know paul's grandfather was played Which by this one? guy who was he was the original sanford from sanford and son oh steptoe yeah. what really? yes what? You know Paul's grandfather. Sanford Hello. And Son was based on a British, like how The Office oh, was based okay. on a British. Yeah. Show. So it was okay. Steptoe and Son. So I Paul's grandfather was the original Sanford. The really? Yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah. And how come they were still poor? A TV star. What? No. The Paul McCartney. Paul's grandfather. No. That's not your grandfather. I've seen actor, your grandfather. He's in your house. The actor who played Paul's grandfather in A Hard Day's ah. Night. Well, everyone's entitled to two, and this is my other the one. The original version of Sanford and Son, which right. in England was called Steptoe and Son. He's like, hello. Spaceman David would know all of It's A Hard Day's Night. Oh, he, film he can talk then, can he? Of course he can talk. He's a human being, isn't he? It's I love hard, that movie. Hard Day's no. Night, the one where they, they, Phil they're trying to get Phil? to some stupid... Uh, I'm glad Harry saw you and robbed him. Rob, did they're, you go to England and you didn't see Phil rehearsing for a for a, a TV performance? Mm. Phil was a guy that was in our band. He's from England. Yes. Awesome guy. I yeah. found him on yeah. Yahoo.com. Awesome. And he's guy. from a town near Liverpool. Cool. Yes. And he had kind of a Beatles accent. Witness. And he was a and you can hear all the songs about this band, Fuzzy Doppner, on on my channel, the Overnight Escape Underground, along with the Juan Stevenson Show. What? Too many? Too much promotion? But, but listen, listen, listen. <laughs> This is the crossover. This is like the when when Marvel and DC crossover. Yeah. This is like the amalgam goes. comics of uh of, of how, podcasting. How they, it used to be like the universe would get destroyed yes, and yes. have to rebuild like ten times. Yeah. So anyway, um, how come that actor in a hard day's night, like why he talked like that? I'm Paul Grandfather, he, right? He had that yeah. real high pitched voice. I want me coffee. Yeah. But it was higher pitched, yeah. though, wasn't it? I want me coffee. It was like it's like acting, gargamel acting yeah. choice. <laughs> Anyway, so Stan Lee, the so, what, so Stan Lee, yeah. he invented everything. So what did he really? Stan Lee was like claimed to be man. the inventor of Marvel I comics. A superhero every forty-five seconds. And he was in every Marvel movie, even Avengers Endgame. He was in it, right? You saw Endgame? I have not seen it. Yeah, nor do I care. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he was in what? Endgame. What's the that? Latest Avengers movie. The last movie from the current phase of ah, Marvel. Who did he play? Captain America? Or? No. Yeah. He just does like Hulk, bit parts, like a bus, bus driver, driver or something. I know, yeah. I know. I'm being 95 years old. Uh, so what? I mean, what is there to say? His it's, greatest it's, achievement definitely was 
uh, the seventh portal. No, yeah, the seventh <laughs> portal. <laughs> Who wants to be a superhero? That was the greatest. Donut lady, you never reveal your secret identity. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, uh, stunt you man, you can't use a gun. Superheroes don't have guns. You don't shoot people. So he was kind of like a guy oh, that kind of one, one he, last fucking. He, he didn't really talent. have a lot of talent, but he would just sort of like glom onto other talented people and pretend that he like like oh. he pretended he created all it's these like these characters. Edison. Yeah. So <laughs> Edison was even worse. The Edison of respecting his uh, memory. Yes. You're so wait, hold yes. on a minute. Though. So all right, serious question because I don't know. Yeah. So Stan Lee was was very he's very old. He was ninety five years old. Yeah. So but when he got into comic books, he was already middle aged. Yeah, yeah. What did he do before that? He was in the military, right? Like drew maps or something. Uh, he was like a drill sergeant, like like Bob Ross. I don't know. Oh, right? Wasn't he <laughs> Bob Ross he... the drill sergeant? What? Yes, he was. Some supposedly. Paint your some, happy screen now. Supposedly. Some, uh, no, he really was like a drill sergeant. Tracks. Mr. Rogers was not a, a Navy SEAL, no, no, but he was a Bob Ross was a, 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 a drill sergeant. Mr. Rogers was a You know, the happy guy. little trees guy, Bob Ross. Yeah, Joy of painting. Know. Yes. Which you can watch. I believe on Mr. Rogers is also in the military, but no, he was he was not actually. He was a reverend. Yeah, it was all a, it was all a rumor. Yeah, he was never in the military. He never killed anyone. No. Well, it doesn't mean as you far as we know. Leonard Nimoy was in the military, didn't kill anybody. Did we know Leonard Nimoy never killed anyone? Highly illogical. It. Exactly. But anyway, <laughs> unless he was doing it with a hammer. <laughs> if I had a hammer, his hammer. He was a good morning. singer. He sang about Bilbo Baggins. That's, he did. That's a good song. It's a very good song, actually. Um, so Stanley, so he got into comic book. How did he transition into comic book? Like, I'm gonna, From killing I'm gonna, to comic books, I don't, I don't know. Marvel Comics. He was what? a writer. He was a writer. So he would write all the, wrote, the battle he, plans he, no, for the he, military. He, no, he wrote, and then he got a job. I guess somehow got a job with Marvel. Was he, he a wrote, playwright? No, a military he, no, playwright or something. No, <laughs> I must be confusing two different. Was he, was he in the USO on, with like he, Bob Hope and stuff, and <laughs> Martin Lewis, and doing USO uh, shows for the boy. troops? I mean. Hold on, I'm gonna. I'm I think gonna, I think we we're, we really don't know a lot about Stan Lee. I yeah, mean, who cares? <laughs> I just remember going. You know, you know what? This, there's a mall not far from here in New York called uh, the Palisades Mall. Yeah, right. and they they have a Dave and Buster's, and they used to have this 3D theater there that had you put on 3D glasses, and then there was a theater that shook around with hydraulics. Yeah, and they had Stan Lee's. Four D at that point. Stan Lee's The Seventh Portal. Oh, True Believers. And it was right. the worst thing we that's ever right. saw. That's right. You go in there and you put on these glasses. And there's these like third-rate superheroes, and it's, your seat shakes for like ten minutes, and then it's over. It's just amazing how he he created and and developed these incredible superheroes for probably I don't know twenty-five years, and then spent the next thirty-five years creating awful superheroes. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, I don't think the guy. I mean, Dirt Man was like supposedly sort of the like final. Paul McCartney's songwriting. Career. Yeah. Well, okay. he, he's okay. a replacement, we so you can't really... Oh, I know, you well, don't believe that. Right, well, I was right. Yes. That's right. Stanley entered the U.S. Army... Really? ...in early 1942, so he would have been 1920... Was Bob Ross his drill sergeant, or...? I don't know. No, okay. No. So okay. 19 years old, 20 years old, and then served... Uh, uh, he, was, he, he repaired telegraph poles and other communications equipment... Then was transferred to the training film division. There you go. Where he wrote the scripts for the training. But so I knew really. So he he was writing stuff. Yes. 
And then in the 60s, he got into, like, I guess he got You into... don't hit that button on the tank, it'll blow up in your face! <laughs> tank Man! That's where I got my... Uh... Frank used to write for MTV to go, and did I used I? to get that yes. magazine. Yes, MTV to go magazine. I did write don't for it. Don't call that one. Uh, actually, okay, so, so hold on. Sorry. So back up. So before he got involved in I'm surprised Marvel, they didn't become, like, a, the next Stan Lee for after that well, gig. <laughs> before he got involved in Marvel Comics in the 60s... Yeah. In 1939, he became he got a job as an assistant at Timely Comics, where he would get people coffee, get them sandwiches, uh, fill ink wells, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then I guess he worked somehow. He worked his way up to I invented everything. So, so I would like I would like to to question Rob now, since Stanley is now passed on. Uh, in the next 300, I'm ghost in, man. In the next 300 episodes of the Pawn Stevenson Who show, who am I going to mock? I know. Will you? Will you? Or will you not retire the Stanley? <laughs> so every time I don't say someone's name, Stan or Stanley, uh, you don't say Stanley Tucci, Stanley Kubrick. I know. Uh, well, first what was, was his real Jackson. his real name? Though was Stanley Lieberman, right? Is Lieber. That his Lieber. Uh, well, Larry Lieber is still alive. The brother that that co-created uh, Iron Man. Really? I didn't, I didn't yeah, know he's that. He's also in his Uber 90s and Stoller or whatever. The, no. Anyway. Um, yeah, so first it was Michael Jackson. Then he died. Then Stan Lee. Now that's he's dead. Who, who can I... Who's the uh, next celebrity you can sort of I, imitate? Everybody's we did died. Dr. Phil to, to death. Yeah. yeah. Well, is he's he, not dead. Bill Cosby is off limits now. He's, he's a psychopath. Persona non grata. You uh. should do Frank Edward Nora. Yeah, great. Uh, that's, a, that's a good imitation to do. <laughs> uh... So I'm waiting here at the bus stop. What? And there's a little bird on the ground oh, next yeah. to a ledge. Oh, yeah. He's imitating And the me. ledge is next to a hedge. <laughs> yeah, take the ledge to the hedge. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, the bus. Oh, you know, the, the, the app says the bus is coming. It hasn't come in 25 minutes. Yeah. Which, by the way, is like every morning of my life in real life. <laughs> the stupid app, it says the bus is coming. And then half the time it says the bus is coming. I'm standing out there for 20 minutes. Where is this thing? The, the other half of the time it says it's coming in 20 minutes. I get there 10 minutes early. It came already. This, app, this is some app. It drives you nuts. It's like, stupid. It's, it's like supposed the, to be GPS. The bus is coming in five minutes. And then you look two minutes later. It's coming in eight minutes. And then, like, oh, the bus is canceled. Oh, the okay, bus is yeah. not canceled. Oh, okay, Carlin and Kinnison. Yeah. Well, some information is better than no information. Uh, I guess. Not in this case. I guess. I'd rather not know. So, Robbie, you're going to talk, talk about Cameo.com? <laughs> Nag me So, about. a very long time ago, very, very long, in an early episode, Greg and I talked on PaunchStevenson.com, talked where you can find all 300 episodes of the Paunch Stevenson show for free. And also on the Overnightscape Underground Archive. That's right. Well, don't and go we've, there. And we've never had an ad. We've never had a banner ad. We've never had an interstitial ad. Nothing. It's all free. It's we, all we've free. lost money on this venture. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we don't do stamps.com. We don't do Casper. We don't do... Uh, How about Wix? you got to do Wix. We don't do Wix. <laughs> no, these these, don't are, do these Wix. are every single podcast on the Oil Earth. filter? <laughs> the website oh, company. Yeah. W-I-A. Anyway. Um, Everyone so, does Wix yeah, ads. Well, because every <laughs> podcast we're sponsored by Wix. Anyway, um, well, that's like well, maybe like is that like Air Shave? Yeah, dollar dollar shave. shave. But if I could get it, I would. I would love to get Air Wick uh, Air deo deodorant. Uh, yeah, that would be a good one. Oh, air as a, Wick as, as opposed sponsor, to Air Wix. Yeah. yeah. 
Airwick. No. So in an early Greg, episode, not a fan of Airwick uh, I don't know air fresheners. He uses no. Glade. Oh, I do know. Oh, you use Glade. Okay, he's a Glade. He's a Glade man. Glade plugins. He's a Glade man. I have. I have. You stick ups. This is a good place I for stick ups. I have allergies. Up. I don't like any of those scents. Okay, it bothers my my uh, sinuses. You don't have little trees in your car. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> The wow! <laughs> Find one in every car. You'll see. That's that's a product that has endured. I know. Uh, it just gets bigger and bigger every year. Somehow. Yeah. What right. what is smelling in these people's cars so bad that they need to put trees Nothing. in there? Nothing. I've never used one. Like, what do you put in your car? Yeah, like, I got in the car and I said, "Oh, what smells? It smells like wet dog." Yeah. Then I went to the doctor's appointment. I signed in. I backed up. I said, "Oh, it smells like Echo." Is it me? I'm like. What? I think I didn't wash a shirt that I bought that oh, was new. Oh, it was a new shirt? And it's really red Someone wow. tied it on their dog or something. <laughs> then, like, wow. So I went to work and I just confessed to everybody, like, uh, I may smell like wet dog. <laughs> wow. I did not smell. wash the so shirt. So you might need one of those little trees, the black ice scent. By the way, I, tell me if, if I'm yeah. a weirdo. Yeah. You're a weirdo. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. Anytime I've ever been in a car with some kind of air freshener, like the, the little tree hanging yeah. from the mirror. Yeah. It, 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 whatever the smell is, it makes me like a little bit nauseous. Actually, <laughs> yeah. that, the, the smell you of those kind of said? air. <laughs> yeah. Did you say that? I kind of did. I don't yeah. know. Like the, it's whatever chemicals in there just smells terrible. Uh, how about that new car smell? Because they have a tree for the new car smell. Do you like that when you get a new car? Yeah, yeah that smell. Yeah, the, the okay. smell of, but now it's an artificial uh, smell. They just spray well, it in there. I mean. The, the, the smell of, of, of polycarbonate plastic yeah. decaying. I had a friend get in our car. Yeah. Which is Makes people light almost three years old now. Yeah. And this was just a couple weeks ago. And he said, oh, this still has the new car smell. Because you don't use the trees. That's yeah. why. <laughs> anyway. It's um, the original smell. Yes. So in an early. the wet dog smell. <laughs> okay. the wet dog. In an early episode of the Porn Stevenson Show, Greg well, and that, I that, we, that, talked that could be about a line for Albert Finney. We, it smells like wet dog, <laughs> Annie. Uh, well, that's he, right. He, he, was, he, was, that he was Daddy Warbucks. Yes, wow. but he was also in that movie uh, T T Looker. Time, oh, hey, Looker! That was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> what was the other one? We, fi- we, we, we finally saw Susan Day from the Partridge Family naked. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. No, what was the movie? He was Wasn't she naked in that movie? movie and, I have no idea. Looker. I'm not a man. Was it called Looker? <laughs> I thought he was in another. It was a movie where they created like like 3D. AI versions of actors, yeah, yeah. and Susan yeah. Day was in it, 80s, and right? Albert Finney, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, okay. and they, and they had these like stun guns that were like they would they would like flash a flashlight in your eyes and you'd like like pass out for like ten minutes. Yeah, it was really. It was a great movie. Doesn't it sound great? Esteban's no. ready to kill us. He's like, get to the point. So anyway, <laughs> in an early episode of the Punch Stevenson show, Greg and I discovered this this horrendous website, which by the way is still around, and, yeah. and talk about a a, a, a web 1.0 website. Um, Hollywood is calling <laughs> Okay, and there's all these quote celebrities <laughs> on there that you can pay literally five dollars, and they'll leave you a voicemail. Or yeah, do a you know quick phone call or something. Lou Ferrigno's on there. Dennis Haskins from Saved by the Bell. Mister Belding is on there, and a bunch of other people <laughs> I've literally never heard of. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It's still around. Yeah. Now there's we this then, website. So, so then, I believe at the time, we then did our own versions of uh, of what that would sound like. <laughs> so now, 
my coworker showed me this website. Hey, hey, have you ever, uh, have you heard of this cameo.com? Uh, and I went on, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is like Hollywood is calling, except modern, and it has people I've heard of. Except instead of $5 for a phone call, it's like $300 what? for a phone who do you, now, what are some people you can get here? Well, well, okay. To be honest, there's all different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. So, quote, celebrities. Some of them are 25 bucks. Some of them are $2,000. It's just wow. that the, the person sets his or her own price. So, for example, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, how much Ch- is Charlie how, Sheen. How much is he? He's got to be top see. dollar. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Winning. Oh, he's he's currently unavailable. So. <laughs> right. uh, he's busy right now. But we saw like uh, the Bruce Jenner woman. What's her name? Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Twenty five hundred dollars. What? To leave like a little. How little, long do you like, get for FaceTime that? Time video. Like couple two minutes. Two minutes. Couple minutes. Do you talk to them, or they just like leave you a message? And do you, the ones that do you, commu- uh, do you get to communicate with no, them? The or? ones that no. I've seen, they're leaving a message. Do you write a video? Do you message. write the message, or you they just can. like yeah, they just ramble on write, whatever they want to say? You can write, but it has and, to be like 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 Twitter. You know, it has to be like limited. It can't be like really long. <laughs> it's probably, if you want to do like if there was someone you were obsessed with, yeah, like Sherilyn Finn. Yeah, Wait, what's Who? her name? Sherilyn Finn from uh, Finn. Twin Peaks. No, oh, I've met her. Yeah, really? How was she? She was nice. She had a back well, injury and well, like couldn't stand up. But. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't have now look now. She didn't have much of a career after Twin Peaks. Big Apple. She's done a bunch of stuff on Cameo.com. We can actually enroll as talent. Really? You can Um, get Gilbert Gottfried on there. Now, now look. Here's how much is Gilbert? He can't be that much. Gilbert Gottfried for a two minute one hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred and fifty dollars. But here's the thing. As we scroll through, we're going to say, oh, Gilbert Godfrey, $150. This person, $100. This person, $200. Who else is on here? These are all people we've met at local conventions <laughs> for, for $30. And you've talked to them for $30. Yeah. Gary Busey is Why is he charging $150? Because you have a video. A picture. You have a picture, but not a we video. We could have taken of it. We didn't want to. Could you? Yeah. Did you take a video? Yes. I haven't met. I haven't met Gilbert Godfrey well, once. Why is he charging one hundred fifty dollars? In the eighties, but Norm Macdonald is two fifty. Screenshot one of those. Norm Macdonald's two fifty. Yeah. Chris Hansen from Dateline is fifty bucks. Who else do we have here? Anyone? <laughs> good? Flavor Flav two hundred fifty dollars. That's worth it though. Come on. <laughs> a bunch, again, a bunch of people I've never. I don't heard know who of. these people are. Uh, Sean Simon Astin two hundred fifty dollars. Well, he, he was Sam. Sam in uh, Lord of the Rings, right? Iced tea, three hundred fifty dollars. Who uh, else? These people I never heard of. Them. Niv Shulman, Dorinda Med. Like, who are these people? Ernie Ernie Hudson. We paid what forty dollars for him at Comic Con. He wants one hundred thirty-five dollars. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I don't understand. Who who is that? Dorinda is a, a New York housewife. Oh really? Yeah. So and she's she worth she's she's worth one hundred fifty. Yes, definitely. Okay, it's, an, it's a real housewife. You're right. Ortiz. You know what we should do? Live on the air, let's request one of these people to call us. Yeah, but Corey, Feld- Corey Feldman's $202. It's like... How what? much did we pay at Chiller Theater? Not $202. Wow. I don't remember. 30 Corey Feldman. I don't understand. This is a He's ritual. trying to reveal the dark underbelly of, of uh, Hollywood recently. These people... Who's that? She was Kate um, Flannery. No, no, no. What was John her Schneider. name on The Office? She was, uh, was from The Office. Uh, <laughs> Meredith. She was played okay, Meredith on The Office. One hundred forty-five dollars. Oh my though, god! I mean, she nice wants picture. Well, 
Jeez. She played the office yes. loon, you know. She was a, John Schneider. Was he uh, on, on uh, <laughs> Dukes of Hazard? Yeah, hundred fifty dollars. You're he the sh- office. Honestly, if you're on Dukes of Hazard, you really should be like thirteen dollars, fourteen dollars. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is not worth Wait, it. Really, Greg has met him at like car dealerships well, for all, free. If people are paying this, then they're gonna keep the keep that rate. If people aren't paying it, they're gonna lower the rate. We Look. are house shopping. Yeah, it's the same thing. Jennifer exactly. Hewitt, hundred fifty dollars. So she's the same as the guy from Dukes of Hazard. Teresa Guidis, whatever her name is. Oh, she's she's another housewife. Two hundred dollars. She's from Jersey, right? Yeah. She's a real housewife of New Jersey. Two hundred dollars. Chris Hansen was on here. Yeah. Right from Dateline. Uh, who are Chris these Hansen? Heidi Mon. People uh, must be paying. Tommy this. Chong. Tommy Chong, hundred and fifty. <laughs> They're all one hundred and fifty. Like, who were the discount ones? Ruth Buzzy. Ruth Buzzy. <laughs> now she's worth it though. Did have you met Ruth Buzzy? Oh yeah, but uh, her you'd want her to bash you in the head with the purse. So yeah. You can't do that from a video. So how Wait. much is it for the purse? I don't know. It won't be in front of you. You never met her? Ruth no. Buzzy? Really? Hal Sparks, 20 You know, Ruth Buzzy was one of the few people to be on all the episodes of Laugh-In. Rowan and Martin. Yeah, she was one of the few. I was researching Laugh-In recently. No, we didn't meet her. We, we were accosted by, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Pat Cooper at Chiller Pat one Cooper. time. I think just people screamed email, at us. I think people should email Frank. How much yeah. would you pay for Rob, Greg, or Frank? To yeah, do we're, we're, we'll do a video message for people. Yeah. And let's see. <laughs> yeah. The crazy see, thing is half of Frank's uh, fan base up. probably will pay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's an, uh, Look, the Rick from Pawn Stars, you know, $85. Don't be shy, guys. Wow. You know, like, make a buck. Come on. Gary, Gary Bushy, three hundred three fifty. Wow. Rob will do impersonations for five dollars extra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't pay Stan Lee five hundred dollars. I'll do it for twenty. Exactly. <laughs> Gary, Greg will do Gary Busey. You do it better than me. No, you do it way better. You than do me. the Look, this, the initials and all. This is <laughs> Ryan Lockie for a hundred dollars. Oh, that's nice. Swimmer. Uh, come, come on. on. There were, uh, Jan from the office, three hundred bucks. So, they got a lot of people on here. Yeah, it's never ending. It's uh, Mario yeah. Cantone, Steampipe so. Alley. Oh my god! Uh, for Mario Mario. No, someone must be paying. D Snyder, D Snyder, two hundred bucks. Joey Fatone, hundred and fifty. This is great. Holy Shore, hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, right. I didn't realize his father was famous. I found that out recently. Oh yeah, Paulie Shore's father was. Uh, no, he was. I remember. But I, remember I didn't know that till recently. Mister Shore. Well, how do you think he got in show business? I mean, he's, well, he really wasn't know, that talented, you know. No, didn't his mom? Own Frank a, thinks uh, everyone uh, gets into uh, show business through uh, yeah. comedy. Was it the mom or the father? Yeah. Was it the mom or the father? Yeah, the comedy store. Both. Yeah. Right? They're both. Both. both? Brett Favre, five hundred dollars for Brett Favre. I don't know. Chris Hansen, fifty bucks. You can have him leave you a message like, uh, "What are you? What are you doing in the house with a sixteen-year-old?" Frank, why playing goes- games with those ten-year-olds? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, uh, well, Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch. Yeah. Now, when you play uh, Hearthstone, yeah, how do you know? Like, you could be playing against a seven-year-old. Like, yeah, you, you don't know. <laughs> in fact, I get an email at the end of the month, and they tell Buster you. Dunkle. You you uh, played against people from thirty five different countries this past uh, month. Yeah, it's a worldwide it's a worldwide thing. phenomenon. You ever play Hearthstone, Greg? No, I've, I I, uh, I gave up. It's on, a fantasy card game with wizards know, and warriors. It's like, it's like Magic the Gathering. I gave up on <laughs> online multiplayer video games 
It's had to be fifty. Card I, whatever. Yu-Gi-Oh. Did you ever? Did you ever play Magic the Gathering? No, no, I hate. You that. don't like Magic the Gathering? I wouldn't oh. even know where to start. To be well, honest. Magic Arena is the new Last version. Cards. I could play War. That's about it. Magic the Gathering. It's hate huge. It. Hate it. All right. Look. All right. Who else do we have here? Uh, uh, Norm. Norm, Norm McDonald. Uh, Two fifty. Jeez. Fifty bucks. Jose Canseco. One fifty. Cheap. Fifty bucks. Jose. Do they have like the discount section? I want to see like the cheapest ones. Like what well, is it? Where, I think we can. Like, is there anyone for like on, fi- on what's that website Fiverr or whatever? Like, just Ooh. celebrity for five dollars? No. All right, we're no? gonna sort by. That would be you. Look. Right. Yes, I, I, I'm worth about five dollars. Yes, Price right. high to low. Okay. High to low. Caitlyn so Jenner is the highest. Twenty five hundred dollars. Okay. Who's Kevin O'Leary? He's from uh, Shark Tank, right? No. Thousand dollars. Yeah. What the hell? I could. Well, well, you get to pitch him on your business idea. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, basketball player, football player, a lot of athletes. Chris Chris Harris. Who's that? I don't know. I recognize it's him. the guy from oh, the, the Bachelor. The bottom. George Harris. Go to the bottom. Uh, I know. I'm starting with the with the expensive. Okay. So anyway, uh, Christina uh, uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, five hundred bucks. Billy Marlon Z- Wayans. Billy Zane is five hundred dollars. <laughs> Oh, he was in Titanic and Wait, Twin Peaks. Brian Austin Green wants four hundred dollars. What are these people out of their minds? All right, now let's do low to high. I thought, but I thought you could like, can't you? They, I thought it would be like they call you and you talk to them, but it's not like nah, that. Nah, it's just a message. I think that's ridiculous. It's not All worth right. That so much. the cheapest is this soccer player for seven bucks. <laughs> let's call him up. <laughs> We'll split it four ways, right? Lee yeah, Tuck. Lee, yeah, Tuck. I'm gonna go right, let's see the first, <laughs> the first person we actually recognize. How is there no Kevin Federline? Hal Sparks. I never, have you heard Pope of him? Pozel. Yeah, yeah remember he used to host Talk Soup. Well, really? Pablo Montoya, I know. He's a race car driver. After, uh, after John Henson. He, uh, so now Sparks. we're up to $40, yeah. These are pretty bad here. <laughs> no. Rose McGowan. Oh, Only 50 bucks. She's, she's kind of famous, right? She was um, Marilyn Manson's girlfriend or something. She was in, uh, right. yeah. Jawbreaker. Yeah, she's uh, Chad she, she, Kroger, she, YouTube she star. She was not in Heather. No, that no? was, that was um, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder, yeah. No, she but was, wasn't there like multiple people in Heather? Uh, yeah. Christian Slater. Yeah, but wasn't there like multiple people? I, no? It just I wasn't was her. Like... Great. Uh, Chris Catan, seventy bucks. Really? That's a, that's almost worth it. Chris Catan. Yeah. Chris Catan. Who's that? Wait, who's Helvetica? That's a font. That's, that's a not font. a person. And what's up with the hair? <laughs> I guess it is. A it's person. someone imitating a font. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm so sorry. They wanted to sleep together. Then Aww. Eric got scared, and oh, he no. didn't want to sleep together. So Look, we can we can have Chris Catan call us for seventy bucks. That's, that's what, seventy dollars well spent. Erica, what famous call person you? would you I like know, to I... call you? To leave you a video message. Bill Murray. Bill yeah. Murray. Really? Or David Letterman. Well, Tara Reid, eighty-five bucks. I would say not bad. Yeah, from Bill Sharknado. Murray. Yeah. So what this else? is this what is else? the Pawn Stevenson show number three hundred. Oh, Welcome. Wow. Now Rob we have we have another so another like, another wow. contestant on the show. Oh goodness. <laughs> uh, so what else have we're uh, okay? So I'll mention this. 
while Frank and Denise and Greg watch new TV shows, yes. we watch first we marathoned <laughs> first we marathoned Frasier mm. on Netflix. Very Frank funny. Never... No, it's very funny. Very funny show. Very funny show. I don't then think Frank that is caused... a Gelsey Grammar fan. He was actually it's very a spin-off funny. from Cheers, right? Yeah. And he so, was actually yeah, very he, funny. He, he, did, he was a Cheers fan. Yeah. yeah. Then that caused us to marathon Cheers. Then then we you know, we, we love Seinfeld. So then we marathon Seinfeld. Did you marathon the Fratellis or whatever that was? No. No? Did you ever That's see funny. the fuck ons? What? It's a great show about Japanese. Frank, about Jap- this is a, this is no, a family friendly show. It is no, actually. No, but the, the, the name of the characters are the Fakans. Frank! I'm not saying that other word. Frank! They're Japanese mannequins. Just, You've just watched when I watched your say penis fukans. tonight. Fukans. <laughs> what? Fukans. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There was. Uh, this, is, this is going way back. I know, in our school. <laughs> In Back in, in in when we we've never we've, we've never mentioned this. I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think we ever have. Maybe not. Maybe maybe that was one of the bits I never. <laughs> oh wait a second. Yeah, there's all this great material years ago that Rob just never used because it didn't yeah. fit in the stupid 24 minutes. Yeah. So we had a kid. Frank, since when did you push my hand away? I don't remember if he was from the Philippines <laughs> or Vietnam or something. I don't know. He was from some Asian country. This is an elementary school. Rob called me over here. It's all his fault. The thing here was the thing. This kid get to the point. This kid would bully everybody. Right? Can you imagine that in a school full of like white people that this one Asian Uh, guy bullied? Here was the reason though. He had to be twenty years old and he was in like sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah, he was very tall. So but his name was Fook. Really? Fook you. Fook. So like his last name was you? Like the Fukans. F U K Y U. Well, really? Yes. But if you said, hey, folk, something, you know, he would get pissed off and come and beat you up. Wow. Didn't our friend Jim get the, like, pancake syrup dumped on him by him? Did he ever bully Gerard Way? That's my question. No, Gerard Way wasn't in that school. Oh, it was a different school. Okay. This was elementary. So Gerard Way was not involved? No. So anyway. See, we were in, wait a minute. We were in the academically talented classes. Yeah. Which however, however, we sat with like all of the maniacs that were in the regular classes in the school, in the lunch, in the lunch room. So it was like a war zone. It was all mixed. Yeah, it was a war zone. Is this why you never met Carrie until later in life? Yeah, because you were in the smarter school. Yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You know what? You know what? Being in, in the smarter class meant. When you come home from school, while all your friends are outside running around playing, having fun, you have four piles of textbooks <laughs> worth of homework. Wow. That's why by sixth grade, I just stopped doing homework. I like, still I'm going did outside it. To play. <laughs> I would just copy off Greg the next day. What? That, that, that was a test. Play? That was a test to huh? be truly you smart. Outside and play? <laughs> I did anyway. I don't know what his problem was. No, and then that's I when imagine. we got into reading the baby books for the book. Oh reports yeah, well that was like high, uh, high school by that point. <laughs> by middle school, that was our great. That was our greatest feat. I told the English teacher like, "Yeah, I'm going to do a book report on Moby Dick." I said, wow, it's very ambitious. We had a baby version of it. Really? Well, you could read it. In that literally guy on Jeopardy recently. Minutes. That guy that was lasted a long time. What was his yeah. name? I don't remember uh, his name. I didn't watch it, but he said he would. He would study by going to the children's section because yeah. it was more simpler and it exactly. was able to retain the information. It distilled, yes. Yeah. He stole our idea. Yes. Damn it. Get rich quick. But he won, <laughs> he won millions of dollars. See, get and rich. So now go on Jeopardy. You can win. Talking about calling up a famous person for $5. They blow it. 
So anyway, so we marathon Frasier, then then Cheers. So talking about this. Then Seinfeld, Friends, Seinfeld. Now we are marathoning concurrently Family Matters and Perfect Strangers, which is actually very funny show. Really, Bronson Pinchot, very so funny. funny. Larry Appleton, Mar- Marklin Baker, very funny so neurotic funny. character. And actually, I notice, I notice the Mar- star of the leftovers. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I noticed. God, it's I, a miracle. I noticed the Larry Appleton character on Perfect Strangers has a lot of similarities to the later character of George Costanza on Seinfeld. They're Who's always hot, right, they're Erica? Always, yeah. Erica and I think Because he's they're hot. always Ooh. lying and plotting and scheming. <laughs> like, everything everything with Larry Appleton is a lie so yeah. much that now we're, that now we're in, that now we're in season five and, and even like the friends on the show, like, are, are like question him now. Like, like, Hey, I'm really good at golf. Like, like, okay, this is, this is another one of your lies, right? Wow. He's like a, he was like a pre George Costanza, always scheming. I'm definitely a fan. I, de- I definitely like Bronson Pinchot. Did you yeah, ever get the, a picture with Bronson Pinchot? We did. Yes, we we oh, met. Yes. Oh, that's really cool. Yes. It's definitely. Uh, I did not. I did not meet Mark. Mark. I did not meet Mark Lynn nice. Baker, but I think yeah, Greg nice did. Guy. Yeah. yeah. He is a nice guy. Very nice. Yeah. Very What's Bronson Pinchot like in real life? Very nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is, he's he's a com- he's a he's a comic kind of a guy. I don't know if he's an actual comic, but is he, is he like on all the time? Like, oh, uh, hello there, hello there, hello there. I'm Bronson the Pinchot. Ooh, the opposite. No, no. And in fact, he's Very one mellow. of these celebrities who, after all these years, he ended up pivoting into a home makeover uh, career. Really? So, so there's this town. I forget. We we saw a video. Yeah, there's a town in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania where he just like bought all these houses and buildings that were like dilapidated there and is so he flips houses now well not flip like he's like like the mayor of belleville restoring Restoring them them for for the people you know we met the mayor of belleville new jersey the current mayor (laughs) yeah we met him recently what do you think of that i didn't get a picture I mean, wow. it's like, I mean, an, an entire town. It's he was the, the mayor. mayor. Of, of well, we're looking to the for Pope a house. Stevenson show. We're not looking in Belleville, but there not was this house. This Don't house. look in Belleville. Stop it. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. We grew up there. We turned out exceptional. I know. That's why I can say. We have turned out exceptional. Do you still live there? We my live parents we do. Live near, still we live near Belleville. Do. Do you still Your parents there? don't, but my parents do. But no, but do you so still watch yourself. Do you still live there? My parents. Do you do. still live? My parents. What is the do? point? I'm, I'm, this is going somewhere. Do you still live? No. A lot of people live exactly. in Belleville these days. Come My on. Parents we made do. it out. We made it out. I know we, we live the next no, town that's over. Different because they that's, they're established. Whatever. Um. So this mayor. Oh. So anyway. Wait. 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 No. 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 I wasn't fair. Yeah. Stevenson show. All right. I'll be a good host and I'll let you. No. Finish. All right. So I'll drink wine. Super quick. So in this video we saw where he's talking about this town in Pennsylvania, Bronson Pinchot. He one of the things he said was when people meet me, like, oh, it's Balky, do the Balky, and he's like, well, I'm kind of a mellow guy. I don't really. And he's like, the look of disappointment on their faces when I don't (laughs) go into character. It's like. It, it bothered him that everybody expects him to always be this wacky foreign guy. And then, but anyway, so go ahead. So, yeah. so the mayor well, of Belleville. That's what happens. Stereotyping. Yeah. I see. Pigeon, I pigeon see Greg's mold. toes from here in the light. I need to take them. So what? So what happened? <laughs> <No> <laughs> Belleville, New Jersey, our hometown. Of, 
Now, wait a minute. One, two, three, four, five. Three out of the five people at this round table. Yes. yes. Belleville, New Jersey, yes. hometown. Yes. It's also not a round table. <laughs> rectangular. But this is like like theater of the mind. You, people th would think it was a round table, but yeah, now they know it's rectangular. Illusion. <laughs> but two people were drawn to Belleville We're people. in our suits of armor. Usually. Erica was attracted to Rob, right. who was a Belleville person. Frank was attracted to me, who was a Belleville person. Yes. I right met, there. but I also met Frank when he moved to Clifton, who Erica is from Clifton. So yes, I moved to I, I, I moved to I moved to Richfield Clifton. Village Apartments. Yes. You did? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where are you originally from? I'm from Martinsville in Bridgewater, New Jersey. Yes. You don't like Bridgewater? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's not Belleville. Well, Greg is still in Belleville, correct? Yes. 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 The, the last holdout. <laughs> and my parents. He's waiting for the gentrification. You know, I have nothing, I have nothing against Belleville. No. It's... You know, I mean, we're looking for a house. Frank, his commute is number one, and I send him houses. He approves them, whether they're a good commute for the city or not. There was one house in Belleville that was exceptional. It was redone. Mm. It probably was not a good house for no, not, commuting. For, not for commuting. No, yeah. but we went and looked because it was an open house and we were out and about. But it had room for pinball machines, which was yes. pretty... on it. So we walk <laughs> yeah. in and it was the mayor of Belleville. He was the real estate agent, uh, and he flipped it. And I knew his mom because I used to bowl with her and. You know, and I said to him, people. stop it. And I said, you know, are you Scheming. changing, you know, Belleville one house at a time? And it was ha ha ha. But he did. It was an exceptional house. Yeah, it was really nice. It, it was, was a good flip. Nice. Yeah. And if it was a good commute, we probably would have considered it. But, but, but listen, Frank would have had to walk up the very steep hill of Jerome to Franklin Ave to go. You don't want to walk up Jerolamon every day. I mean, that's no. not something you want to do. I walk up Notch every day. But anyway. But anyway. I, so growing up Greylock. Muscles, you, know. it's, well, you don't want to walk up Greylock either. The, the Greylock Parkway. Like I, did. I get the high score. He did. Greg named one of his bands the Greylocks. I Rob did. did. Rob, yeah. yeah. Did not, you say not Greg? Greg? Yeah, you said Greg. Did you Rob. say Greg? Rob named one of his bands. Greg. Greg, have you ever been in a, have you ever been in a band? No, no, Frank, are you drunk? Carrie. With, I was with Carrie and we named But anyway. After Fuzzy, um, Fuzzy Doppner. So After Fuzzy Doppner up. broke up, they became the Greylocks. So throughout the 1980s, uh, I don't know how familiar you are. That the, the, Probably more the, than you. The valley <laughs> the valley section of yes. Belleville. Kmart. Yes. Kmart and then across the street, the Grand Union, Anchor yes. Store, that strip mall. Yes. That was a, a pretty music. bustling. Yeah, Mickey Bought music. my first 45, which so, was... And, what? I was just going to ask you. Walk like an Egyptian? No. Michael Jackson? No. The Monkees? No. Madonna? No. Should we keep going? Wait, what What year was it? That's I'm, I'm uh, off. I'm off by... I probably can Google it to see what year it was. 1980? Um, 79? It could have been late 70s, early 80s. I'm not sure. The Bee Gees. It was probably late 70s. Blondie. Chicago. Blondie. Oh. What song? Uh, Heart of Glass. No. <laughs> One way or another. No. Don't leave me hanging no. on the... Uh, Call me? No. No, nah, that was, that was this late. This is really going um, <laughs> Sunday girl. I don't know. what. Sorry, T. The tide is high. There you go! Which, which by the way, oh. I found out is a cover of a Jamaican reggae. Is it really? Uh, reggae song. Yeah. The tide is high. Well, I didn't know that at the time. Anyway. That, I'm gonna be your So that strip mall used to have, you know, get the Grand Union, a bank. 
used to be a pretty decent shopping center. Do you drive there now? It's all burnt out, hollowed out. Actually, no. They've re they've reconstructed no. the whole thing. Oh, no, yes, we were just did. there a week ago. It, they, a week. How many, how many storefronts are are abandoned? Okay, there's a, there aren't Actually, that, very as many few. storefronts, no. but it's been much. It was much nicer. Last week, then it's because it's been a, a third, a half of it is a gym. It's a now. dollar store. Well, how it's many a people gym. have been stabbed there? I don't know. I don't think that many. <laughs> some people, though. I don't, I don't some. Think some. Some. People are stabbed everywhere. One of my everywhere. employees used to work at the Food Basics, which is not the Food Basics anymore. It's something it's else. It's some uh, Bell Farm. Yeah. Yes. But she was a Food Basic cashier, and now she is in the world of activities because Good. I've rescued her. Was she stabbed? And because you know, the last straw for her was that her manager did not know what bounty towels were. Paper towels, yeah. She's like, how can you not know? That's the top no, hit quick brand. Of paper no, but she said it like remember the bounty towels. What is the bounty towel? What was her name? What was the Nancy? Um, I don't know what a bounty manager. I don't know. How? Remember the commercials from the yeah. 70s and That's crazy. bounties. Yeah. The, the quicker picker wrapper. Yeah. Yes. Frank would not let me buy anything else but bounty. Nancy Walker. Look her up. I like the one what? with the lumberjacky guy. On but you don't know Nancy Walker. Brawny, brawny, Nancy Walker. Yeah, you were right. Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Nancy Walker, one of the best pitch women's ever for uh, for paper towels. She was born the same year as Bounty. Stanley. It's the quicker picker up. Really? Yes, nineteen twenty-two. Wow. She was she still alive or the same year as Stanley? She, no, she died in nineteen ninety-two. Really? Before Stanley. Wow. Yeah. It was all those toxic paper towels that really did her in. That, that like... Quicker picker up. Should we go by the fire? That fire is being, like, wasted. Still going. Yes. Nobody's interested in the fire? Don't fire bad! Oh, she was yes. also on Rhoda. Yes, she was on Rhoda. Yeah. Nancy, and she, she also was on, I think she was on Sugar Time. Wasn't she on Sugar Time? Um, well, so, if you saw that there were six kittens that needed to be adopted, named no. after the friend's characters on Friends, would you adopt all six of them? No. 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 I would definitely take Phoebe. Why did you? I don't think a cat really can but they're, but they're all the, they're, they're friends. They need to stay together. They need to stay together. They well, first of all, they're the same litter. Friends. They're the same litter. But six cats is a lot of cats. It's a lot But they're named after all six friends. Yeah. I can cut some of those friends. Loose. And Joey is black with blue eyes. And just like on the show. <laughs> no, I don't think he had blue eyes. I'm but kidding. <laughs> I would definitely take Phoebe. Well, I saw a picture of Joey, Phoebe, Phoebe, and Ross. I have not seen the other three, but they are black and white, and I do have a soft spot for black and white kitties. If you yeah. were to take three i would maybe take i would take all three, three. All right. so you that. guys could take three we'll take Hold three on. and then no, they can occasionally get together i don't want any <laughs> you have any cats greg no, no, no cats so just dog rob wants really. to take their two cats that are all white yeah i'll do you a favor i'll let you take the two cats <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> don't they're nice that. they're already Look, they're already is mature. erica on board with this no yeah, yes no. don't no. don't lie oh all of a sudden, we're live on the air, and you're pretending. Yeah. <laughs> we're I'm broadcasting live. What has happened to the Paul Stevenson show? I don't know. It usually, it was just Rob and I complaining about uh, 
Christian Slater. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I love this is the new Vaughn Stevenson show. Oh my god! This is a peeping Tom. In real life? Yeah, he was a peeping Tom on Paris Hilton. No, fell off his roof. No, he was not kind of. Look, Perez Hilton, that that gossip guy, Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. What is this true romance? Awesome movie! Oh my god, it's the best movie. Why is romance? Slater be peeping on Paris. I don't know. He was doing it. He I don't know. Fell off. No, this That's this was like room. 15 years ago. I still don't believe it because 15 years room. ago he was even Julio White killed himself. And, um, and, um, remember? What's the other one? Pump up the volume. Oh my god, I love that movie. Pump up the volume and True Romance. Oh my god. Others. He was like oh Gleaming god. the Cube. Yeah. We've lost Christian control Slater? of our own show. I play the trailer to Gleaming the Cube on my show. Yes, I do. I heard that on the on the other side. Yes, I do play that on my show. You're not allowed to edit any of this out, Greg. <laughs> Gleaming the Cube was Close, which, uh, we're, we're editing the out the music kick. stuff. What? Would you Nothing. consider take take Gold Wave and and throw it in the recycling bin? Uh, this is this is not going to be edited at all. Okay. It has to be. <laughs> that one part. That one what part, part has to be. Ed- shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I won't be able no. to find it. You have to listen to the entire show and edit out that no, one part. Right. This is not the Pawn Stevens show. This is it the is. Overnight Escape. It's the Pawn Stevenson show. No, it's been hijacked. You are hosting. No, I'm not hosting. You I'm letting. Yeah, you're hosting. No, actually, he is hosting. Yes. I'm. I'm. I'm no, producing. This is, this I'm not. This is rated R. This is PG-13 at least. Yeah, this is when we get at our least. broadcast license pulled yeah. from by the FCC. Oh, so it sort of is like pump up the volume. Yeah. Pump up the volume, dance, dance. We've uh. Dance. Oh. Pump up the volume was pirate radio. Yeah. yeah. And no it's sense. very similar to podcasting, sort yeah. of. Yeah. I don't know what anybody's talking about right Christian now. Slater. Christian Slater. You don't know pump up the volume? He he uh, had his own radio station. Wasn't it a song? No, no. Yeah, it was. No, but that, that was is, afterwards. but it's not by the movie. Mars? Was that the name of the band? Mars? Perhaps. Pump Up the Volume. Pump Up the Volume was a great movie. It was a great soundtrack. What are these things? But wait, you know, I recently heard there's an original song where they they did Pump Up the Volume. It was, um... um, Polka. uh, No, what was the name of the the rappers? (laughs) Um, I'll think of it in a second. A rapper? Which one? Pump Up the Volume, the sample, when they say Pump Up the Volume, Pump Pump Up up the Volume. Yeah. What about it? The original rappers that said that. I don't know. Oh, uh, Curtis Blow. No, no, it's. Uh, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Yeah. It was Eric B and Rakim. That but, was the. That was the group that did pump up the volume. Other. He's gotten. Better. You have any comment on that, Greg? Yeah. Never heard of him. Okay. Yeah. Look. They're one of the. Rakim was one of the best rappers ever. Oh wow. Okay. You don't own the right. Does he know that? He does. He 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 realizes his his talent at rapping. I just broke our table. You did? How? With your knee? <laughs> what? What do you mean it broke the, t- nah, the table breaker, it's man? Still, it's still, it still it's still nail that back in. Yes. I don't think it, it came. It, it came from Eric B and Rakim. It does. Rakim. Huh? Rakim. It's Rakim. The African dream. Yes. Can I have the pretty bottle? Yes. Who's white? <laughs> Who? Who's this? A wrestler Akeem in the, the 80s. Rakeem? His name was Akeem the African Dream. He was a white Africa? guy. My oh, South. This is this. Af- was a white Afri- African. His other, his other uh, gimmick uh, was the one man gang. One yeah. of the greatest wrestling bottom. names of all time. Now you need to put the one man gang. I know it's so pretty. Right? You have it. to keep yeah, you know, this was, So back in the 1980s. Yeah. When Greg and I grew up watching the WWF wrestling. 
you had the big, muscular, strong, bodybuilder kind of guys, but you also had these really fat guys. Yeah, like King Kong Bundy. Yeah, King Kong Bundy, Tugboat, Earthquake, One Man Gang. Is that the one set? What happened to the fat guys in wrestling? They're out. They're out of the, the scene now. First of all, how did the fat guys make it through the training to, to get, like... I mean, at one they point, were, they weren't fat. They were regular, like, size. Well, they were pretty big well, like, when they were football the, players. Them being fat, even though they were fat, they were taller and bigger than the built guys. That's why. I guess so. But no, but I mean, like, how did they, they, how did they have the agility... Anyway, well, was, they didn't do much. It wasn't real, Rob. It was. It was acting. It was, it was real to me. Yeah. I'm referencing a meme. It was real to me. Anyway, um, and also you had these. You had the gimmicks like the character, like the Birdman and and uh, Junkyard Dog. And, goodbye, and, and the, man. Uh, goodbye. We're going by the fire. George the Animal Steel, who oh, was yeah, like, yeah. I'm a maniac. I bite the turnbuckle. Do they still have those kind of? Wacky I don't think so. I mean, when I when gimmicks. I flip past wrestling now on on TV, it looks very boring. Honestly, no, it's it's gotten to the point now where it's like it's our audience it, left, oh, well. our guests left. Yeah, it, it, it's very much geared toward it, it's geared like to be more of like sporty. Yeah. So Excuse and. Excuse me. Is there a drunk here? No, Rob, you invited no. me over here. I know. I didn't ask you. But to leave. Greg said, "Please for us to leave." <laughs> so you do sarc not sarcasm you do not. or not, that's rude to the ladies. End of discussion. Right. We'll go back by, by the fire. You are in the basement of life, and you need therapy. See, this episode, this is the ultimate episode of the Porn Stevenson it's Show. Like it's a, gone in like so a, many different this directions. Like show. This, this, is, this is like a Jerry Springer <laughs> talk show now. No editing no allowed. Do you remember on Geraldo when he got the th th the chair thrown at him and yeah. supposedly broke his face? Yeah, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> and he was doing episodes with his face all bandaged up like a mummy. <laughs> was that real? Come on. That's, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> gimmick. Geraldo did that. Yeah, like in the in the late. Well, he would have like uh, like Nazis on the show, and then he'd have like people get into brawls, and they would like smash him in the face with a with a chair. It was like Jer it was like Jerry Springer before Jerry Springer. Yeah, yeah, he was doing that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, shock shock jock uh, talk show. Yeah, daytime talk shows. Geraldo Rivera, yeah. Oh, yeah we, we, Weird Al parodied it in UHF. It was a segment where it was a parody of Geraldo. Town Talk with George Newman. That's now, do you think do you think uh, Weird Al kind of has, has jumped the shark at this point? Really? You know, I well, think he has, honestly. Okay. I know he's like a sacred cow to a lot of people, as, but honestly, as, I think as, he's kind of like past his prime. What do you, you know? As a almost lifelong Weird Al fan. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if he's jumped the shark, but I would say at this point, that's a big spider on you. What? Seriously? <laughs> what you just killed, I'm sure. Are you serious? There was, I, I saw something, oh yeah. My, seriously? <laughs> there was something on Is it on, on me? You. Is it I'm, don't, are you messing with me? No, you there was thought. A, I think I, I saw it out of the corner of my eye, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I'm sure it's dead now. Ugh. Now I, no, now. Now he's covered in spiders. That was okay. the <laughs> and that's the end of episode <laughs> no, three. Wait a that second. was the reincarnated Stanley that you just killed. Yes. Spider-Man! I yes. could have gotten bit and turned yeah. into a... So anyway. 
my series was about Weird Al. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know how he, he's he's going to have a career anymore because t- the music is so terrible. What is there to Yeah, pa- I don't know what He's going to have to mine the past. Yeah. Which he's done before Piano but Man. But who is he, like, and... making fun of now? Like, t- Taylor Swift? Well, that's what I'm Swift saying is how, how could he... Katy Perry, like, those kind of That's bands? what I'm saying. It, the the, the music is... To do, well, technically, he doesn't have to do new music. No, but that's what I'm saying. But he's he, gonna he always to... used to do new music. No, I'm saying Usually. he doesn't have to Usually. do... Right. He doesn't have to do new songs. So he can just, like, find old songs to parody. No, no, I'm saying he doesn't have to parody anything. So he can make his own songs. No, no, he could do nothing. He could just stand on the stage. <laughs> hey, everyone, I'm just Weird play, Al. play the existing song. Okay. No, but, but in the past, know. in the past, he has done songs from, the, you know, like um, uh, American Pie yeah. and, and uh, Piano Man and, and stuff like that. So he could mine the past for for songs to parody i don't know how you parody today's music it's terrible and it's unparodyable yeah it's true in my opinion i don't know because it's, i know so, so many people that are i know you're a fan and i used to be a fan i'm a fan yeah greg I'm, I'm what's not, your take on a, uh i'm not a weird al yankovic i used to be listen I, i'm a I, fan i'm not devoted I used to be, you know, growing up and, and in school and stuff, I would be ridiculed because I was a, a super fan. Now I'm, you know, I've cooled down a bit. I'm like, you know, I'm just a regular plain old fan yeah. at this point. And in fact, I'm the... See, th- tell me if this happens to, to both of you. <clears throat> People who I used to be huge fans of, like Paul McCartney, Weird Al, uh, Tanya Donnelly, Juliana Happy. I used to be huge fans I buy that they come out with a new CD. I buy the new CD. I go to the concert. Whatever. Now they release a new CD. I'm like, ah, I don't care anymore. Does that happen? Am I? Does uh, that happen? To, yeah, to me? yeah. At some point, I'm just. I still like this person, but I just don't care anymore. I, I I don't know. It's like something just clicks in my brain, and I just stop caring. Like Weird Al has released like three albums in the past 10 years. I haven't bought any of them because I just... Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to The Ponch Stevenson Show. Awesome. I'm good with, like, the first 10 albums were. I'm good no, with the happens. first 12 albums worth of material. I don't need any Even, like, with Rush. I mean, the last couple albums, you know, this, you know, you guys, I'm sure, albums? big big Rush fans, right? No. What? I, I am a casual Rush fan, yes. I mean, not like, at all. You're not, I know, you never got into Rush? No. I know really? the hits. The Big Money, Subdivisions, Tom Sawyer. Free Will, XYZ, whatever yeah. that's called. Uh, Spirit of the Radio. Spirit of Radio? Yeah. Really? Sorry. You know. No, you, you know. You know, I know right. some of their, I know some of the songs. I'm just not into it. But like, you have yes. made a choice, or what, what free will, right? That even if song. you've made a choice, you still no wait. What, how, how does that even part go? You, free will. Uh, Sounds great. Choose, even if you choose not choice. to decide, you still have made a choice. It's actually very good. Yeah, very good. Anyway, you can choose from phantom fears and kindness that can kill. I will choose a path that's clear. I will choose, I will free, choose will. free will. Joe in Kentucky got me into yeah. them when we worked you together. Now we're going to have to pay the license. <laughs> I we, know, we're going to pay. Joe and gonna I. We're going to pay Getty Lee. Joe, who was on the Porn Stevenson show, yeah. we worked together in the same room at Scholastic. Really? And we now, all worked at Scholastic at one point. I didn't. And now. Don't you wish you did? No. Okay. <laughs> and now he is Joe in Austin, Texas. Really? Yes. And he's a Rush fan. Yes. Nice. When was Rush. he on the show? Remember we talked to him about um, 
movie, uh, TV shows uh, he grew up with. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, what were we talking about? It wasn't Rush. It was Weird Al. Weird, oh, yeah, Weird Al. Yeah, I just stopped. Did he ever parody a Rush song? That's my question. <clears throat> probably. No. <laughs> no. Maybe no. not. It's probably too long. The songs are yeah. too long. <laughs> he did do Frank Zappa, though. Really? What song? Uh, it was... <sighs> Valley it's, Girl? No. It's already kind of He does... So he does official song parodies. Yeah. Like Eat It or Smells Like Nirvana or like a certain... Yeah. Then he does what he calls style parodies. Like Dare to be Stupid. Yes. Which I was very confused by. I could have sworn there was a Dare to be Different song by Devo and there was not. So... Some of his style parodies are in the style of an artist. Yeah. Like taking bits and pieces from different songs and blending them together into his own similar... Yeah. Like an homage. Yeah. But a lot of his style parodies um, are like straight up parodies. I don't know why he calls them... He doesn't want to pay the rights. I don't know, but... Um, so he did a an homage to he's a big Frank Zappa fan. He did an homage to Frank Zappa, where he didn't literally parody Frank Zappa songs, but did a pastiche yeah. of of different uh, styles of Frank Zappa in one long medley. So is he still doing now? I Doctor Demento. They had him at a convention recently. He's still alive, by the way. I know. I went to talk to him. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I was like, How about Laughing Linda? Is she still alive? <laughs> Is, is I don't his, know who his, his assistant. <laughs> I don't okay. know. She wasn't there. Oh, okay. So maybe, I said, maybe they had a falling out. I don't know. <laughs> I said I heard that Weird Al goes around and plays like these like deep tracks. Yes. And I said to that, and the Doctor Demento was like, "No, no, no, no. He doesn't do that anymore. He plays all the regular stuff again." I said, "Oh, okay." He did do a tour the past couple of years where it was like the self-indulgent tour where he played whatever he wanted. He played some deep tracks. He played some cover songs like Rebel Yell. Like a, a deep track like Nature Trail to Hell, for example? Yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like UHF or, uh, I don't know, stuff like that. So, um, and would do cover songs. Of, like I, I feel like doing a Billy Idol song. I'm going to cover a Billy Idol, you know, and like sing regular, you know, George that's Harrison. What you wanna, that's what you want to pay to Like the regular song, not regular, the fake song. Correct. Because that's what you want to hear Weird Al sing, karaoke. He's a, listen... Hmm. He's actually a very, believe it or not, when he wants to be, he's actually a very good singer. He really is. So he, very, it's like just him singing normal songs could be like the next level. And, and you know, no, and, no. And his band is a very talented band. No. They're yeah. very talented. So, is, you know, it's is, fun. Is, it's is like, John Bermuda Schwartz yes. is still in his band? Okay. Yes. Thank you. All the, all you the, see, my, my weird Al knowledge uh, ends with, with in 3D from like 80, 82. I don't remember anybody other than him either. Oh, okay. Oh, he's had the same band for like 40 years. Yeah, I don't remember their names. Steve J on bass. Listen, if you, if you are in a band with Weird Al, you know you struck a gold mine. You're never going to leave that band. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they're very talented. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the thing that happens. to me. You know, I, I'm a big Paul McCartney fan. I have no interest in his most Egypt Station? Ten, no. The expanded edition just came out. I know, and it's terrible. You don't like Egypt Station? No. How about Memory Almost Full? Uh, not really. No. There were a couple. How about of New? Was it called no. New? No. No interest. The Fireman. The Fireman. The Fireman. Yes. Not the not the classical stuff. Not the <laughs> not the experimental stuff. No. Not not the 1920s vaudeville stuff. Wow. <laughs> not the whatever he did. <laughs> Kisses on the bottom. 
Kisses on the bottom. <laughs> you know, and then there's this thing where, uh, like, you could be the biggest Van Halen. I'm using them as an example. You could yeah. be the biggest Van Halen fan in the, in the 1984 jump. Yeah. Hot for TV. And then they break up, and there's all this, you know, silly turmoil and stuff. And then 20 years later, we're back together. We're coming out with a new album. It's like, yeah, but I don't care. Yeah. It's different. It's like, it's not yeah. like back then you had like a vibe and a. And a, and a momentum and an energy and now it's like it's it's over stop who yeah. cares you can't recapture the the, the energy yeah it was just a, t- a time a place a zeitgeist it's hard exactly. to, hard to get it back the same thing you know we talked about this. the same thing happened I used to be a huge Futurama fan and I loved the show and watched it and then it went it got cancelled it went away and then, and then several years later Comedy Central brought it back like Rob you're gonna watch it's back you're gonna watch Futurama and I'm like no, I don't care. Because it's not the It's just not... Yeah, you just got to move on sometimes yeah. and, and, and start something new. Yeah. But I think all these people on, that are in these bands, like all the 90s bands, they all went their separate <laughs> ways and they realized, wait a minute, weren't we like in a very famous band a few years ago and yeah, now we're like nobodies and now let's, let's bring the band back. That's the only thing we had. Most know? of them are dead. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's no, true. But, a lot of them are. But you know what they do now? So the bands that aren't dead, <laughs> that are yes, still alive. The living bands. They they do to take your concept to the next level. Yeah, they're like, hey, we were in a '90s band. You were in a '90s band. Let's get like four '90s bands together on the same bill, and it's yeah. it's, it's, it's become like a novelty act now. Exactly, they they do like cruises, like '90s yeah. cruises, yeah, like an oldies act, which is very surreal. But for you, you only someone. need like one person, from, like like when Flock of Seagulls plays a cruise, they only need like that one guy with the hair. They don't so need he, the other well, four he's, guys. But he's bald. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, he's yeah, but they just need the one guy. Like then you could be flock of seagulls with the guy. Yeah, but, but you know. Okay, so here's a funny thing that happens with bands from like the '70s and the yeah. '60s. They don't even do that. It, it, look, if you're the lead singer, if you're uh, who's what Simon Laban Le, or whatever. From, well, that's from Duran Duran. From yes. Duran Duran, they're yeah. still, they're, they never broke up. No, by but that's the way. what I'm saying. If you're the lead, they singer, went on hiatus. If they, you're the lead singer and writer, yeah. Yeah, all right. You you get a few musicians. Hey, uh, hey, we're Duran Duran. That's one thing. But what these seventies and sixties bands do, it'll be like, like I played keyboards on this one album. We're we're Badfinger. Yeah. We're, it's like you can't do that. These bands do that. They, the guy goes around and like. You know, we're Jefferson Airplane. Like, no, you you played like the woodblock on one song, and now you tour as Jefferson but, Airplane. But you know, Tangerine Dream it never broke up, and now there's literally the the entire band Tangerine Dream. I'm sure you guys are huge fans. I, I don't know. Um, it I com- only completely know, uh, different people than they used to be. Like this, like it, but it's still Tangerine Dream, it, and it can it, now Tangerine Dream can be passed on from generation to generation. So like Genesis, like Mark Three, Mark yeah. Four, Mark Five. Well, it's just that you know the the audience wants to hear the old songs. Yeah. So the only way you can get the old songs is if you have new band members because the yeah. old band wow. members are either dead or don't want to tour or whatever. So it's you're sort of forced into that. Well, it, like the guy that was in Tangerine Dream, Edgar Frosa, I think that's how you pronounce it. Like he basically. Gave this other guy the blessing to continue the group uh, when he died. He passed yeah. the baton. Yes. Down. And now, so like that band, like Duran Duran, I don't know if you could do it with without Simon Le Bon or no, John can't. Taylor, you know. Well, that's my point is, right, you, you know what I'm talking about. Nick these Rhodes, old, yeah. These old bands yeah. tour as... As, uh, as the band, yeah. And it's like well, Some you, of them you are, are like not... the, the doo-wop groups. The doo-wop groups sort of, I mean, 
there's nobody alive from almost any of them at this point. <laughs> yeah. And so that they, they just tore as like new incarnations of them. Now how about Sean and I? Are they still together? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> they were on Woodstock, remember? <laughs> they were on Woodstock. They were everywhere back. They had the TV show. That's right. The strangest. Who even knew what was up with them? They were like huge stars back then. Bowser. Oh. Yeah. Is Bowser still alive? Did, yeah, did, did you ever get a picture with Bowser? No, I won't pay for him. <laughs> oh, no, come on! Next, to you got to pay with Bowser for Bowser. At some Bowser. point, you're gonna get you're gonna, you're King gonna, Koopa. You will, at some point, you will have had a picture with every celebrity, and he will be the only one. He'll be the last one left. Hey, I'm Bowser. Hey, boom boom. Still need Uncle Floyd. What? You don't, he's a Jersey guy. How do you not have him? Ah, who can't be bothered going up to wherever the stupid uh, hotel on. that he plays in now? Does he still have the puppet? We gotta go. We oh, gotta so. go. He doesn't Come do on. the puppet anymore. He, I don't know. Does he still play the? He used to play the. Oh, he has to. Uh, up on Route 46, he used to play uh, one Not of those hotel either. bars for years. I don't think he does that anymore. He does actually. He does a a Uncle Floyd radio show every yeah. week. It's on Facebook, but I think it's just out of his house. Let's go to his house. I'm sure he'll let you in. I mean, who's going to his house who's these days? I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> you like what he used to do? When he would just like go to. But he, remember, houses. he had that. Remember, David Bowie was like his friend for a while. Remember that whole thing? Uh, well, I, a fan. He was a, a fan. fan. Exaggerating Lennon. that, John Lennon. But, but he wrote a whole a song. David Bowie wrote a whole song about he Uncle did, Floyd. Yeah. He was a fa- he was a fan. He got John Lennon into it and to watch it. But but Uncle Floyd. So uh, so, if anyone's still listening, how would we two hours in at this point? Uh, so not, not quite. Uh, One fifty four. So the Uncle Floyd, no editing allowed. No. The Uncle Floyd show. Yeah, was a show on UHF. I know. I used to barely get it in uh, with, with with that circular U62. antenna you used to have on your yes. TV. Remember that circular circular? Yes. One? You oh, no wait no you sixty you sixty two yeah, from the weird by the nineties a lot of those UHF stations were on cable. Right. Okay. No, but let me let me. It was it was U sixty U sixty two was from the movie. This was U UHF uh, sixty eight channel yeah sixty eight yeah. And it was the, the, from I think Montclair, like a public access dinky. Yeah. It was it was low. It was no budget, no yeah. budget whatsoever. He would dress in like that vaudeville kind of checkered suit and play ragtime on the piano and have these, you know, weird losers on it. It was like a silly yeah. thing. And they would do but, skits, and right. none of them could stay in character, no, and they just all terrible. wind up laughing, cracking themselves up. But, yeah. He, they, they, somehow on this like weird, uh, you know, fuzzy t low no budget TV show, he would have Bon Jovi and Cyndi Lauper and the Ramones and, the, and how would how is this? It's like it's like if we got you know Miley Cyrus to perform yeah. here on the Porn Stevens. Well, they were like, local groups, you know. He would get them, but that was in like the the early eighties. But then, I guess and they then, were easy to get back then. But yeah. then, and then briefly, so, nobody. so the show caught on. And then for a brief period, he was actually on network TV on, I think it was CBS. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And then, very and then briefly, very briefly. Like, then, like for like, like a few hours? I mean. oh no, God. no, it was, I, I don't know, to be honest. Yeah. I don't, I was, I was a few years the old. Network at the time. executive yeah. watched it. It was like, what the <laughs> hell? Who, who allowed this? And then, uh, we are a, a we are vagabond a, on television. We are a network. Right, We're being beaten by a UHF station. A UHF station. So, uh, so yeah, Uncle Floyd. That's uh, but I was gonna say, um, who knows? You know how? Uh, so we're talking about the bands and getting new yeah. members to replace the yeah. old men. Is it, is it still the same band? They're playing the same songs. And bands play cover songs. So, 
if uh, I mean an orchestra, yeah, is considered a very it's regarded as a very uh, high class, uh, a very cultured kind of thing. Well, they play or cover songs. Yeah, right? they're, they, they, that's not a, a creative thing. They're reading. They're literally reading and playing the notes someone else wrote. Yeah. So why is it a weird thing? Or it's a, oh well, they play or cover songs. It's not creative. That this, this band, this rock band, it's not even the original members. They're playing cover songs or whatever. That's what an orchestra does. No, it's true. It's true. And then, and then my my follow up question is because that was a stupid question. My my follow up question is, <clears throat> how come music is the only f- art form that covering other people's material is accepted? Like, imagine if I'm a comedian. Hey guys, I'm t- tonight. I'm going to do a cover of Jerry Seinfeld's of. Uh, uh, routine from from 1986. I'm I'm doing a cover. I'm they covering. should, but you should be able to have cover comedians. But I guess they don't cover really. comedian cover painters. Yeah, cover uh, cover anything, right? But M- music is the only accepted art form for covers. It's true, you know. I want a cover comedian. No, but like you could have like a Mitch Hedberg cover comedian, and it would be like great. You know, exactly. you go see Wasn't it. That Dennis Leary. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I know. He uh, there was there's these comedians that do steal other people's jokes. But. Carlos Mencia. Yeah. Whatever. No, but it, no, it would be good. Like I like there is like what was it? Val Kilmer, right? Did you guys? Didn't you meet Val Kilmer? Yes. Didn't he do like he's like doing a cover version of Mark Twain because that that guy's been dead for a while. Well, an impersonator. Mark Twain's been dead. Yes. So then it's okay to do a cover version of Mark Twain. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he's a historical figure, right? So. Well, I, he's like a guy. He's like a comedian, but from like the 1800s. Yeah, but it wasn't like. Yeah, but it, it was. It was a. It was a. Who wrote, I think Val wrote it. It wasn't like somebody else wrote it and he just did it again. It's not no. like Shakespeare, right? right. But he's like a guy that was like. He's he was a comedian of his day. Uh, he's doing a cover version of someone else's life, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Val Kilmer. <laughs> Like why can't like he just... an imitator then? It's like Rich Little. Yeah. <laughs> a cover version of someone else's. Body. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, did you see that that Orson Welles thing with Rich Little on uh, on Netflix? No. No. What? what was that? The other side of the wind. Wait, what? You know Orson Welles? Oh, you yeah. were talking. Yes. Yeah. It was like. Um... So Orson Welles try- was trying to make this movie called The Other Side of the Wind. Uh. For many, many years, yes. and he hired Rich he Little to be an out. actor, but Rich Little was like a horrible actor. <laughs> he was. So they had to hire, they had to fire him and refilm all the scenes. No, but you were, <laughs> you were. I'm, I'm going to completely botch yeah, this, yeah. but you were saying something about it was like a movie within a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a movie about filming a movie. Yeah, but yeah. What, but is it a is it scripted or is it a documentary? Right? Wasn't that what you? Were yeah, saying? yeah. It was supposed to be made so that the viewer couldn't tell. It was like yeah. blurring all the lines. It was a movie about a director that was having a party about a movie, but like the it was sort of an older director that was gonna that was being sort of this younger director was becoming more popular than him, and it was a very important role. And he hired Rich Little, the, the imitator, and he just had no acting ability. And he like nah. so he actually hired Peter Bogdanovich to play the role, and ah. he did it very well. Yes, who played? He wasn't really an actor. No, but he was in The Sopranos. <laughs> no. Wait, Rich Little? No. Peter Bogdanovich. 
When did Rich Little die? Is he dead? No, no he, dead. he's immortal. He's like a vampire. He's gonna live forever. <laughs> Come on. Around since the... Yeah. Rich he wasn't even Little. good at imitation, but he became like the top imitator of, of his became, time. Yeah, he became like... You know how... Uh, oh, certain... there. My name is Johnny Carson. Hey, hey. You know how some... When when people reference like, oh, you're... You know, you're, you're, yeah. you're good at basketball. You're like Michael Jordan. Yeah. Or you're good at... <laughs> He became like, oh, you're you're good at imitation. You're like rich, like rich little became the the go-to reference. Yeah, but he was like horrible. I was like, I am not a crook. I am Nixon. Like he was not a good imitator. <laughs> I'm Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Uh, Jack. Uh, uh, who was he? Who were some other imitators? Remember, like Fred Travelina was a big one. Uh, no, Frank Kellyendo. Yeah, uh, like oh, or, back or then, I guess like Charlie Callis was did imitations Welker. and. Yeah, Welker did some imitations early on. That was huge back then, though, imitation. It was, yeah. But, oh, yeah. You know what? That, again, you were talking about this on, on an overnight skate, how how uh, a, a, a very popular style of stand-up comedy was was people doing imitations yeah. back in the day. Now, now, not really, but back in the day. So the comedy, you know, the, in Branson. So the comedian would get yeah. up on stage and just do like run through the, all these different impersonations, and the audience would go crazy and love it and whatever. But do you remember? So that evolved a little bit, where in, you got to the 1980s, and now instead of just getting up on stage and the comedian doing, you know, cycling through uh, impersonation, now it was cycling through impersonations but having the 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 character do something completely unrelated like hey hey this is my impersonation of jack nicholson in line at a grocery store yeah, like that yeah, became yeah. a huge thing in the 90s i remember that yeah like this is my impersonation of robin williams taking a bath or it's like it always had to be some wacky uh mundane situation well, they not, not that. i mean they they all did it. Like Eddie Murphy did did those kinds of impersonations, and Pryor did, and Kinnison even. They all did them, except for like Carlin. It's like a huge thing. No, yeah, no. George Carlin didn't do uh, didn't do the. But I guess there's really not a lot of like people. Like I guess in show business, you'd have like Jimmy Stewart who talked like this, and then you had John Wayne, and then you had you know all these different this you know George Burns. Like they all had very distinctive voices. But now who has a, a voice like that? Right. You know? Hmm. Not many. Carol Channing. No, yeah. <laughs> well, I've imitated. The, I've imitated the hell out of Carol Channing on my show, but I know it's not the most uh, popular feature. Well, put Stan it this Lee. way. Put it this way. Oh, did you see the the uh, the the one night only ridiculous all in the family? Yes, I did. did you I watch did. That? Yes, oh, I did watch that. Yes. God. Woody Harrelson. They they were really um, eat it. It wasn't bad. Eat it. It was. It was everyone. They they did it in a very respectful way. It seemed kind of like, why are you doing this? But it was interesting. Giachi. Um, no, what was, what was Marissa Tomei did a really good Edith. Because you have to imitate the character without seeming like completely imitative, you know. But it was it was good though. But it brought to mind the terrible tragedy of of Sally Struthers. Whatever happened to her? She's still around. Oh, she is. She still does like. Does she do chiller theater? No, no. <laughs> she does like local plays and stuff. Wow. Travels around. You know what I remember about Sally Struthers is she wanted to feed the children. Yeah. No, and but, herself. But before that, <laughs> I remember in the in the mid and late nineteen eighties. More fireworks? It's like two AM. What's going on? 
possibly. in the mid and and late 1980s do you remember again this was a thing in the 80s there were there were these commercials constantly yeah, yeah. for like you can learn a, 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 a trade at home. We'll mail yeah. you the material. You can learn yes. refrigerator, refrigerator repair. You know, like TV VCR repair. T- TV VCR. And then the last one was always, or gun repair. Yeah, gun repair. And as a child, I'm sitting like, gun repair? Like, are people's guns break? Like, I didn't understand that a gun could break. I always thought that was so bizarre. So she would do those kind of commercials. Like, learn from home. Yeah. You can learn you a do, skill. Shatner would do them too. Be like, you can learn. And he'd be very, you know, like that rescue nine one one Shatner that yeah. was very serious. You can, you can do refrigerator. TV VCR repair, refrigerator repair, elevator repair. <laughs> Which, by the way, now you shoe know, you, repair. You talk, yeah, shoe. You, you talk about you know a, 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 an outdated, like obsolete thing. Who on earth? You could spend. I'm, you could literally spend three thousand dollars on a four K. One inch thin uh, ultra HD HDR TV. In five years, if that thing's br- you, uh, you're not getting it repaired. It's, we, people just don't no. do that anymore. So you don't the, get it repaired. All those it's, people it's, that respond to those ads are screwed now. No, no one's repairing their VCRs. That's right. That's right. All, shops had to close. I'm, you know, I'm being serious. Shops had to close down, and and you know, it's an industry that went away. But partially because number one, it's just too complicated now with all the electrical computer component. And, and and they're just not built to be repaired. No, planned obsolescence. A half-inch thick TV. How the heck do you pry that open and repair? You can't. No. You can't repair a half-inch If you try TV. to crack it open, you'll crack the whole thing open. You'll exactly. wreck it. Exactly. So, yeah, there's no more TV. Well, first of all, there's no more VCRs. There's no more TV repair. Gun repair, yes. But that's... <laughs> And now at home, in your spare time, you can get your career diploma or even your degree. Choose from any one of these courses. High school, TV, VCR repair, computer programming, auto mechanics, bookkeeping, learning the personal computer, electrician, legal assistant, animal care specialist, interior decorating, child daycare, medical dental office, gun repair, florist, teacher aide, catering and gourmet cooking, electronics, air conditioning repair, drafting, hotel restaurant management fitness and nutrition, PC repair, or get your degree. You can major in business management or accounting. Yeah, but in New Jersey, we don't have guns here, right? Like, very few people have guns here. You can have them, it's just... It's hard to have Water guns. Difficult. Yeah, I never get Fill fill a water gun with bleach and use that to protect yourself. Good, good job, yeah. (laughs) Keep that by your bed at night. Yeah. Or disappearing, reappearing ink. Yes. (laughs) Confuse your assailant. So, so Frank, you're 11 years older than we are. Um, you are. You're 11. I don't know if I'm supposed to reveal that, but I'm, I'm going somewhere. I was born in October, October 3rd, 1967. I'm 51 and a half years old. So you're 11 years old. So... Is that so is, all really you were born in 77? 78. 78, okay. Which we've never revealed. Uh, only a lot. See, we're revealing a lot of stuff. We have, but we have. Don't, we edit, don't no. edit this out. This is the truth. Okay? So we are. The so truth I have a should confession. stay in. Yes. 
Our names are not actually Rob and Greg. There you go. You switched them? The mystery has been solved. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Uh, No, what I was going to say is uh, I am Rob, you are Greg, and you are Frank. Uh, What I was going to say is all in the family. So you're 11 years old. So you have a a little bit of a different context than than we do. So when I was growing up, again, I, I have these very vivid memories from two, three, four years old and, yeah. and, and watching a lot of TV and the rabbit ears <clears throat> trying to tune in. You know, you had to, the TV had the dial. Yeah. So channel two, there's a signal. Channel three, static. Channel four, there's a signal. And you can reposition yeah, the, yeah. the antenna. There, you had the two antennas in a V shape. That's why it was called rabbit ears. And try to, to, to get as clear of a picture as you could. And then inside the knob where you're changing the channel was a fine-tuning yes, knob. Yes, It was like a knob inside of the knob where you can yes. spin it and, and, and get it even a little clearer. It was still not very clear, but my, but here's my point. You have a little bit different context than we do for all in the family. Yeah. So when I was a few years old, I used to watch TV all the Price is Right and Carol Burnett, whatever was on, Honeymooners. And, uh, and I loved it, and, and, and especially sitcoms, but... <clears throat> then all in the family would come on, and it would be that theme song. Boy, that, the way Glenn Miller plays songs that make the history. Yeah, so anyway, and that would come on, and as a as a very young child, it would just make me very depressed. There was something about <laughs> it is a the depressing tone song, of the right? song, the scenery, the dilapidated house they lived in with the browns and the yellows, yes. and the dilapidated shit. It would just make me, and I didn't know, I didn't know the word depressed, or I, I didn't know how to articulate at the time. I'm three years old, but I remember getting like just this feeling would wash over me like no i have to change the channel i have to change <laughs> put something else on because it would just give me this very bad feeling and now as an adult i still like i was listening to the overnight skip and you're singing that theme so the very yeah. memorable theme song yeah and i just got that wash of a very bad wow. sad <laughs> feeling of, like it's st- i can't watch all in the family now the jefferson which was the spin-off Perfect, perfect, yeah. funny show, really? and Wheezy, and and uh, and and George, and Bentley, and and you know the neighbor, and Tom, and whatever the the white the white. Well, Stephen Tobolowsky played one of the Tom wacky and na- Helen, that, that one of the wacky it. neighbors. You know him, right? Yes. Um, you met him. It, he's yes. the the he, principal on the Goldbergs. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh, so he's okay because he was Current. in. Uh, yeah, yeah, he Phil was. Connors. No, no. He, yeah, that, he was in. He was in. Oh uh, yeah, Groundhog Day. Groundhog right, Day. The insurance yeah. guy. He's also the guy that they Ned named. The, they named the band yes. Radio. They named the band Radiohead after him. Why? Yeah. You said that. Yeah. yeah. Because he was psychic when he was a child, and he was talking to the Talking Heads he, about he, that. He had a radio oh, head. God. So he was talking. He was hanging with the Talking Heads, and then they made a song called Radiohead based on his childhood psychicness. On they their true talking, like the talking, like David head. Byrne and Chris Franz and all. Yeah. And uh, so they wrote a song about him called Radiohead, and then the band. Yes, yes, that's how it worked. So anyway, so that's my all. In if the you're Stephen Tobolowsky, you hang out with cool rock bands, okay? Please, okay. That's my all in the family. So, and and even um, some shows like Barney Miller would come on, and, and it would give all not quite as yeah. as as strong of that feeling. There was just something about those 1970s. How about Mash though? Like that theme yes. song is so depressing. Oh my god! I, you know, growing up, I never, I, I would catch little bits and pieces, and the theme song, of course, that's the famous theme song. 
And it was, it took years before someone was like, before I realized it was supposed to be a comedy. And I'm like, yeah. why would they start a com? one of the most famous comedies ever with such a buzzkill downer of a song? But even like Taxi had kind of a sad song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Taxi. Would I love do those it sad songs though, because comedy at its heart is very sad. But if, but, yeah. but again, it, the, 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 the old sitcom Taxi. Yeah. It starts off with like that that depressing, slow, you know, music, and then and then you get to the actual show, and it's in this dreary, poor, <laughs> poorly lit taxi garage. Yeah. What, what was with these depressing comedies? Back it was then? just people in the seventies loved being depressed. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, well, the shows weren't depressing. It's just that you're first of all you're referencing the setting. Than, the setting was but so... other than Mash, you're referencing comedies that were set in New York City in the seventies when the city was a dump. Yeah, yeah, so. I guess so. That True. was kind of the motif. Of and all the families was in Queens, which is even more You're depressing. Right. <laughs> and uh, and so, but, sorry so, for all so, of you that live in Queens, but where was Taxi you, supposed to be? Like the Bronx or something? I'm not sure where that was supposed to be based. But you remember the closing music of of all of the families, like that ragtime piano. I'm trying to think of panning of it. It's like do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, did it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Those aerial shots of Queens. Um. And uh, yeah, there was something about those 1970s shows and and the theme songs and the music that as a child seeing because there were so many reruns on from yeah. like, the, the early eight. I mean, everything was even the movies. I mean, you think about the movies of the 70s where you had all these new directors that came about. Everyone from you know big budget to to little budget. You know, Coppola down to John Carpenter, yeah. and they were all gritty. And, you know, the characters were flawed. They were all, you know, they were nasty. A lot of these characters yeah. were nasty. The, right. the women were usually, like, broken in some fashion. <laughs> they, really they, depressing time. Yeah. Yeah. They all screwed up, but. Jeez. <laughs> but, yeah, those, those, uh, so wait, so we, we were talking about Taxi, MASH. We're um, done. We're th no, this is the episode oh. that never ends. Three hundred minutes Freezing for episode three. Um, yeah, anyway, it was it was it was just very uh, very dreary those yeah, those uh, shows and and, uh, and that always stuck with me. Uh, and welcome back, Connor. That's another sad theme song. Very sad, maybe the saddest. <laughs> you think so? I didn't. I, that, see, that one didn't come across to me as, welcome back, as welcome a dreary back, one. Welcome back. Well, wasn't he a guy that tried to make it in the real world, but then he had to come back to where he came from to become a teacher? Yeah, and, to you know, <laughs> right? And Gabe Kaplan's kind of a depressing guy, even. Yeah, you know. guy. is he? Yeah, he he, he became a, player, a right? he became a poker star. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah, okay. Wait, wait, he's not on Cameo.com. Where's the? I know. <laughs> he's worth a thousand, I think. <laughs> What's but crazy Gabe is like Kaplan. him and John Travolta are like the only ones alive from that show. <laughs> yeah, it's true. What, a Horseshack passed away? Who, babe? <laughs> wow. Got Epstein. Like the Spanish guy's dead. Yeah, Epstein, wow. he's dead. The wow, they guy, all died. He might be dead. Uh, they're all dead. It's very sad. And you know, um, I know I'm, I'm obsessing on this topic now. But Happy Days had a nice song. Yeah, Happy Days was it. Yeah, two different theme songs, two, right? Yeah, did, two different? Yeah. yeah. Happy Days and then also uh, like 8 o'clock rock, right? 1 o'clock. Oh, 
So supposedly, originally they wanted that song for the theme song, yeah. but for the first season they went with "Rock Around the Clock" because maybe it wasn't ready yet or oh, something. Okay, and then for the second season, for later seasons, they switched it to the "These Days Around," you know, whatever, whatever that. Is. But um, you know, even a, again, a very funny show like "The Odd Couple." And yeah. the theme song. It was like, the, it was something about the instruments and the sounds yeah. of the, it was just. I think that was one of the most rerun shows ever. It was always on. But whenever. it was like these weird, like sad trombones. Yeah. And even though it was kind of like a peppy song, it was just the, the instrument. Yeah, but then something eventually. About the, the eventually of, you started getting like the, the Stephen J. Cannell, J. Cannell shows like Rockford Files we had like Mike Post doing the music and that was great Rockford Files was amazing great theme song <laughs> <laughs> right. the A-Team well that was the A-Team you know they have the A-Team they rerun it on like one of the movie channels I don't know if it's Stars or something and my god you talk about shows that like they say, oh, you know, this series, this show, whatever reason, hasn't stood the test of time, and that's one of them. The eighteen? Oh my that's god! That's cheesy. I'm watching that, and I'm like, who, who watched this? This is horrible. I did a lot. B A B A. Drink this cup of water. You're trying to drug me. <laughs> I know, Hannibal. You're trying to drug me. <laughs> Get me on that plane. <clears throat> I have a chip in my mouth. No, but like, there's like some there's supposedly this horrible bad guy sitting in his the back of his limousine, right? And then these the eight team idiots somehow like like get him. You know, they all they all like point a gun at him. No, they didn't point a gun. They never pointed a gun anywhere. Nobody got shot in the damn in the show. And the big guy in the back's like all nonchalant, and then George Papard is like running, is like talking to him like he's a nineteen twenties gangster. <laughs> he's like, "Well, you see, we've got you now, you see, and you won't be able to get anything else yeah. here, you see." <laughs> Tell him, Murdoch. Clayton's um, has not has not aged at all. So complete non sequitur. Yeah. Uh, but by the way, whenever you're ready, you know, if you're getting bored of this, you can. I know this is history in the making. But, it is. This is a historical show. Why? So, <laughs> so it's closure. So I always question. think of the people listening in the year 3000. They really enjoy our shows. Like, this was <laughs> what life was like back in 2019. People obsessed about yeah. 1970s pop culture. We, haven't, we don't talk about anything current on this show. So what, what historical significance is there? We talked about the current recreation of All in the Family that was out That's a few right. weeks ago. And current wrestling. Yeah. And current. I mean, I can bring up current video game, and it's not. It's it's that they're re-releasing all these, these HDMI systems of the old systems. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So my so a question that's bothered me for a very long time. Yeah. Because Greg said the word stars. Yeah. Do you know stars on forty five? Yeah, it kind of rings a bell. They uh, did a me- you know it was a medley of Beatles yeah. songs like this. Dutch, yes, yes, I think yes, a d- yes. Danish band that they, they did a cut. It was a medley of Beatles. Songs. Yeah. I do. Re- so I it's was like a seven-minute long medley of Beatles, something like that. It was like a seven-minute long medley of Beatles songs, except. It's all Beatles songs. 
except the very first song in the medley is Sugar Sugar by the Archies. Really? They start off with Sugar Sugar, and then the whole rest of the thing is like 20 Beatles songs. I'm like, what is that? Why would... It's always puzzled me. Why did it start off with an Archie song and then the whole rest of the song is Beatles? Well, was the band the Archies kind of inspired by the Beatles in a way? I mean... But but I I could see, okay, you throw in an Archie song, you throw in a monkey song, you throw in a... No, it was one Archie song. (laughs) What is... I don't even know what you're talking about. It's it's nothing. It's just something that's bothered me for (laughs) 25 years. No, I I was researching this about a year ago. You can't Google this? Were you? See? No, I was seriously researching Stars on 45, yeah. What is that? It's a Beatles thing. It was a cover. It was like a medley of cover, uh, you know. But but it's like seventies. It was a a disco. It was like a disco beat. You know, everything back then. The Star Wars disco. The Beethoven's Fifth Symphony disco. From uh, from Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Disco. Terrible. Great. Great stuff. No. Awful. There's some good good disco songs. All right, so let's. How about you make me feel mighty real by Sylvester? Good song. No. Disco Duck. Disco Disco Duck by Rick Dees. You're the. The Tramps. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Carl Douglas. There's a lot of good disco songs, Uh, and the best, of course, is More 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 by Andrea Andrea True True Connection. Connection. Samantha Fox did a cover. Really? It was a medley of that. And um, they don't do one, many medleys to anymore. Want you or something yeah. like that, or I think it was a Donna Summer song. You know, Andrea True was in. No, ja- sorry, in, Don, what, to, in Jamaica. Love, love to love you. I apologize. Love to love you, yeah. Don, Donna Summers. She did a medley. Yeah. You know, uh, she was in Jamaica, the country of Jamaica, do, hey, doing uh, real estate commercials. You only and have she three was a, jobs, she was, man. she was a porn star at the time, and she was doing real estate commercials. And there was, there was a. Uh, there was a poli- there was a political revolution in the country. So in, in, in so in Jamaica, Jamaica there was like a, like a revolution. Like yeah. they took over the government. So she made all this money from these real estate commercials, but she couldn't transfer it out of the country. So she used it to hire a recording studio and recorded more, more, more. Oh, How do you like it? How do you like it? Song, do, yeah. do, right. It became a huge. It be- and she got to quit porn, and she didn't have to do that anymore. The one hit wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So, isn't, that a, isn't that an amazing story? Yeah. That, that she recorded it in Jamaica? Dis- put, put it this way. Disco was so big, the Bee Gees c- c- completely pivoted genres. In the 60s, they were yeah. like a Beatle-ish Oh, yeah. They were, they were around for a long they time before. They pivoted. Yeah, but disco was only around had, for a few years. No, but you had Blondie releasing disco songs. You had Paul McCartney releasing disco songs. Yeah, I mean, everybody. It yeah. was like you couldn't escape it. What was his disco song? Ah, he had um, uh, Good Night Tonight. Yeah. And, and that was like years uh, after disco was dead. Dance and Eleanor no, Rigby, uh, you know. No, no it was <laughs> the dance version. The extended, <laughs> the 12 inch extended mix. Of Don't give him any ideas. Eleanor Rigby. You know, you know, if he was listening, he'd be like, oh, you know what, love? We've got to do a disco album again. <laughs> Rod Rod Stewart did disco, right? He the the Rolling Stones were releasing disco. Yeah, everybody couldn't escape it. That was the time prog rock died. Very (laughs) sad. And then, okay, here's here's not a fan of prog rock. Here's another. Uh, Come on. Here's another observation that I've made. I've been listening to a lot of Yes lately. Here's another. (laughs) Here's another observation that I've made. 
<laughs> you get a huge, a huge iconic uh, genius artist. Yeah, like you know, like a David Bowie. Everybody yeah. loves David Bowie. You get another huge iconic genius, like John Lennon or Rod Stewart or Paul yeah. McCartney, whoever. All these. And any, you know, Stevie Wonder, amazing artist, or Michael Jackson, whatever. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. And, yeah. and you put them together. Yeah. And you, oh my God, David Bowie and John Lennon, they're making a song together. It's going to be mind blowing. I can't wait to hear it. And it's garbage. Yeah. Anytime two. Dancing in the street. It's anytime great. two huge genius artists get together and, and collaborate and release material. Why is it always like, garbage? Say, say, say. Say, say, say was pretty say, good. Say, say, say was okay. <laughs> Ebony yeah, and Ivory. Dancing in, yeah, Ebony and Ivory dancing in the street. But why does that happen? We are the world. You had Lionel Richie, Michael Jackson collaborating on a song. What? This is garbage. Sometimes. I just think that Usually, I just think that what what happens in those cases are that you have two, you know, giant egos <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, and then they kind of they kind of feel like, or, or their producers are probably like, you know, some, you know, we can't like, can't know, say no to these. No, but it's like we them. we can't have like let's say if it's like Jagger and Bowie, we know they're both big, but at the same time, like. We don't want them to like do too much of their own thing and overwhelm the other guy. So he looks like it's not really his. So let's just put out garbage. The and dog <laughs> gone girl is mine. Come on. Oh yeah, I remember that song. Come on. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, well, well. You know, love. The girl said she was mine. You know. Well, no, no, that's ignorant. <laughs> I, I, I love children. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have we talked about? Did you watch the Finding Neverland? No. Was it, you didn't watch that? The, the I didn't. I didn't see it yet. There's beds hidden in every nook and cranny. Uh, it wasn't dwelling. This is interesting. The train had a bed in it. The treehouse had a bed in it. The hallway had a bed in it. You know, I I, I recently watched the, the and talking cameras about, talking about uh, cameras. Robert Smigel and TV Funhouse. Yeah. The the Michael Jackson cartoons he did they were brutal back then. I mean it was like I, <laughs> I don't remember. You got to you got to watch them. They were just utterly brutal. Were they yeah. on SNL? Or yeah, SNL. Yeah. Oh. I mean you I'll can't they they would never air anything like that today. It was very very, very brutal. I mean uh, you know they people pulled no punches. No, back then. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh you know speaking of Michael Jackson. Yeah. Still dead by the way. You know it, well, the ghost. Where is he? <laughs> Speaking of Michael Jackson, so I read a thing that said his last few albums that Sony. Well, hold on. the The record company Sony, right? Yeah. Sony Music. They 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 release. You know, oh, it's uh, even though Michael Jackson's been dead for for literally ten years at yeah. this point, they'll come out with some kind of oh, we we unearthed uh, unreleased recordings from Michael Jackson's yeah. a new album of unreleased material. And then it turns I mean, out Yoko still does that. Then it took well, you know, no, but but it turns out ninety percent of the stuff of the unreleased stuff that they're releasing is an impersonator singing what? the Michael is singing his voice. That's not that's not cool. I don't know if that's true. It's true. It's been proven. Then why so they they, they, they just out? hired like an impersonator? For money. 
they hired an impersonator to make old fake old songs, like to do the vocal on wow. a, on, a, on an outtake or something or a, or a backing track that wasn't finished. Really? Yeah. And people still Look buying this stuff. Well, not anymore. Now, now that they found out. But. Wow. So apparently, the the molestation accusations and, and trials and all that wasn't enough to deter them. But uh, <laughs> the imposter, you know. <laughs> imposter. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a the, fall. The McCartney. Millie Vanilli of Michael Jackson. So now my question is, if you buy a Michael Jackson album and you like the music, you, see, yeah. you genuinely like the music and, and the voice sounds like Michael Jackson, does it matter? It's a good question. I don't know. It's like, you know, so many of the, the greatest minds in history and the greatest artists were seriously flawed individuals. Can you separate the art from the activities yeah, of the person? About no, 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 no. Singing no, I'm talking yeah. about if you buy a Michael Jackson seat, yeah. for, forget all the, the, yeah. the flawed okay. behavior. Yeah. I'm talking about if you buy, if you're a fan, yeah. and you don't know, you buy, oh, look, a, a Sony release a new CD, and you buy it, and you like the music, and you, look, it's Michael, it sounds like Michael Jackson to me. At the end of the day, does it matter if it's a, an impersonator or whatever? It sounds like him, you like the music. What, what difference does it make? Yeah, it should be the same. Does it matter? You know, it's like Dark Star Orchestra. They're a Grateful Dead cover band, but they're just like, they bring the vibe of the Grateful Dead. Mm. I'm sure you're a big fan, Greg, of the I, Grateful I do, Dead. I do like Grateful Dead. Really? I, I, I mean, I go through my phases where I listen to them. Really? In the car, and then I just, then I don't want to hear them for like, a, you know, eight months. I'll go back. Really? Every time you go back, they get better, right? That's for me, too. Yeah, Yeah, they they just kind of, you know, it just, it ebbs and flows. You want to know something funny? Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a, well, again, this is another situation where I'm a Meat Puppets fan. Yeah. And I bought all their albums up until, you know, 1995. And then they broke up and they were having problems or whatever. And then they came back together and released more albums. And I'm like, nah, I don't care. I have... 12 albums worth of material I'm perfectly happy with that but but I'm a fan so they had reissued their back catalog years later with bonus tracks like outtakes and unreleased stuff and one of the songs on there I, I really liked it and early on in their career they did very sloppy like scream like very weird funny stuff most people probably wouldn't like it, but I find the humor in it or whatever. I, don't know. I find the appeal in it. And I liked one of these bonus tracks. And I've been listening to this for, you know, for, for years, thinking like, wow, this is an unreleased Meat Puppets. This is great. This is a you know, fun little you know, jam or whatever. And then just like, you know, somewhat recently... On your uh, on the on the overnight skate, your podcast. Somehow, I heard a, a Grateful Dead song, Franklin's Tower. Yeah, and they're playing it right, and I'm like, what the, "This is the Meat Puppets song, Franklin's Tower." It was around there. So this whole time, I've been listening to this song, thinking it was an unreleased Meat Puppets song. <laughs> they were covering a Grateful uh-huh. Dead song. They tricked me. See, you can become a deadhead now. Yeah. No, I'm not. Did like, they say roll away? Yes, the do. Yes, roll except away. he's doing it in this funny voice. Like, he's like you know, screaming it in this absurd voice. That's what it sounded like, actually. Yeah, it's not the jury saying it. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was uh, 
right, so we will. Cl- what are we now? Nobody's listening. We're at two and, at and a half point. hours oh, now. If anybody's listening at this point, you are the hardcore. So what's the plan for this show? I'm you gonna, am I, I gonna e- am I gonna email you this and you're gonna edit it, Greg? Or yeah, what? Yeah. You oh, know, I, thought, I thought you meant what's the plan for the future? What I said. What's the plan for the future of the world? Of the porn Well, there'll be another episode next week, 301, right? Well, not next week, but don't hold your... If you're listening, no. (laughs) You never know. You know, it'll be one of those things like five years from now. It's like, (laughs) like, look, look, uh... (laughs) Marklin Baker and, and Bronson Pinchot are, are, are reuniting for an appearance uh, at Chiller Theater. It'll be like yeah. one of those kind they of... They already did that. But I know. I'm saying it'll... What I said many years ago... It'll be like a Seinfeld reunion. I said know. that this show needs to be the number one podcast in the federal prison system. That's yes. Right. I don't Cosby. know why. I just said it. But uh, I don't know if that's happened. I don't know. Bill Cosby. I did actually used to... Used to uh... Cosby, as you call him. Cosby. That magazine I did, Anything But Monday, back in the 80s, was popular in federal prisons, honestly. Really? And we, <laughs> How do we, you know? No, because we got letters from prisoners, and we actually got I mean, federal prisoners to write for us. We had a, <laughs> we had a feature called Prison Scene, oh where, where Walla Walla uh, Federal Penitentiary, we, we had prisoners that did artwork for us. Like They wow. were like our, our writing staff. Oh, my god! So I, I did that already. It was... Uh, <laughs> You were taking advantage yeah. of captive... And then I, f- I had their artwork, and I never returned it. I just forgot, and I felt terrible. The Shawshank Redemption. I still, I still have Frank some of the prisoners' artwork. <laughs> yeah. Shawshank Redemption Part 2. So it could be popular in prison. You don't know. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the Redemption. So, uh, so we will close. Let's close yes. the episode. Closing. We have to close the episode with, with something either... Video game related or Transformers? We have to. It's a it's a punch theme. We have to mention one well, or the other. I haven't seen Bumblebee, so I can't review it. For no, I haven't seen. I have no interest in that. But. All right. So video game. So how, so, about, how about the Atari VCS? Are you going to buy it? It's never coming out. I already own one. No, the other the other VCS. <laughs> never coming out. Vaporware. And what was the Intellivision? Amico. Are you going to get that? The Amico? No. <laughs> I probably won't, but I th- it might come out. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Now, how about the PlayStation Mini that now costs like $30? I have that. You have it? Is it all right? Or? It's okay. I mean, once you, I mean, all of these 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 minis, I mean, the, the Genesis will have one in September of this Haven't year. Haven't they had like 15 already of the no, Genesis the, Minis? True, but this one is actually well done. <laughs> okay. So uh, they will have one. Supposedly. No, it's it's Turbo, a good, Turbo it, Graphics Turbo is doing graphics one. Graphics will have one. Yeah. 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 Now look, yeah, the three of us, the PC Engine version. Yeah. The three of us are nerds. Yeah, and we grew up obsessing over this idiotic oh. stuff. Of yeah. like, oh, the Turbo Graphic China Warrior and Keith Courage and whatever. And Alien Crush and Devil's Alien Crush, Crush please. And Devil's yes. So so we we you know oh Turbo Graphic. But if we're being real, who on earth is going to buy a mini Turbo Graphics? People will buy it. I, I, who is buying a people mini? People come, Ray. I, I barely if remember. I, I used to have all come. the ROMs, and now people I played it on my computer. Definitely and like, come. Exactly. And now you can play them all on archive.org. They just have like emulators like on the on the site in the browser. I know. Yeah. I know. So come on. Ironically, the, who, however, who I will with, say, ironically though, this has become this is like the worst time for uh, emulation and getting of ROMs. Really? Yeah, it's very difficult now. It's, 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 it's harder than it used to be? Very difficult. Because Nintendo is 
Nintendo has... How about PleasureDome.co.uk? Is that still going? Uh, you would know. No, I, I never got that to work. It's so. a hard time what? to it's get a Nintendo site. ROMs. I used to do a lot even, on there. Even some of the other ones, it's a pain. Yeah, now. BitTorrent, you can find them. Anywho. I think Archive.org has a lot of like the full yeah. main sets. And yeah, they have ISOs and stuff like that. One of the problems is that in my uh, uh, hobbyism is that a lot of the, some of these like these newer like drive replacement devices for some of the CD based systems um, the people that wrote them didn't go like the extra mile to say like unpack an ISO so you need specific types of files for it to run and back in the day there were two different there was back in the day like in the 90s when they used to dump they call it dump when you rip <laughs> the game off of the CDs dump they would share them with the purpose of re-burning them to a CD and then yeah. just playing them on like a modded system or something. So what eventually, those were fine. So what happened was a lot of these devices were developed to work with those kinds of files. And then what's happened in the last 10 years is that there's been all these redump initiatives where people have gone and re-ripped all of these games from the physical medium and they've done it in like a bit-by-bit format. And in some cases, they've actually gone in there and like took took out like the, the like dummy space and like some of the systems where you needed to like yeah, fill up the, the whole the disc. Redundancy. They've taken all that out, and then it doesn't work anymore. So that's that's been <laughs> annoying. Oh, I don't know if you care. I'm just yeah, saying. I do care about this kind of stuff. These are one of the difficulties. Wait a minute. Sorry. So they they so the Genesis Mega Drive Mini, Turbo Graphics PC Engine Mini, Neo Geo. Neo Geo. So I asked Greg. Terrible. I asked Greg. I said, "What's next? A, like a, like a Jaguar Mini? You What's never they're know. scraping the bottom of the pack?" Well, they've already got a Commodore sixty four <laughs> Mini out there. Yeah, that, that came out last year. <laughs> NES Super NES came out. TI ninety nine four A Mini. Uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. That was my a, system. Uh, was it really? Yeah. Yeah. The t- Texas the, Instrument. And the spokesman was Bill Cosby. Bill. That's right. Yeah. And Alan Alda was the spokesperson for yeah. Atari. Yeah. You, you really won an Atari yeah. computer? Because this thing, yeah. look at this thing. This is great. Oh, my God. I can't believe yeah. this thing. And the, the Shatner was with the Commodore. Yeah, William Shatner. <laughs> and uh, Bill Plimpton was with uh, Intellivision. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You should get an Intellivision because our stick figure sports <laughs> games are way more realistic this, this than Atari's like stick figure. Football. Yeah, okay. This stick looks figure. like real baseball. Not. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, the uh, the Inte- now with the Intellivision uh, Ami- Amico, they're saying cartridge only games. Was it uh, rated and 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 the um, all G rated and the staff of of this you know of the company all will have to review like you have to submit your game for review and yeah. if it <laughs> if it gets less than a nine out of ten they're not going to release it. aren't they aren't they doing an exclusive Earthworm Jim game for uh, yeah. the system I think every no everything on there is going to be exclusive yeah. to it. So that but means is it really it, cartridges? I mean, that means if you if you want Shark Shark. 2020, you're yeah. going to have to buy this system. <laughs> yeah. You need that game. Is it still the Blue Sky Rangers running, running I the scene? Some that, of yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're still around. <laughs> they were like some guys that just bought the intellectual property of Intellivision. Yeah. Pretty much. 
Well, the main guy, Keith Robinson, uh, uh, rest in peace, died a couple of years ago. So why doesn't, like, what happened to Mattel? Weren't they bought by Hasbro? And yeah. They don't, like, they just sort what of... Do they care? I think... No, nah, I don't want to misspeak. It was Mattel. no. So I, I don't was don't. Say, no, I was. The first say, rule of Mattel is don't talk about Mattel. No, no. I because the punch students so were all about accuracy. Yeah, sure. Yes. I was gonna say I believe Mattel released uh, like just open sourced. Uh, really. But but that was that was the Jaguar actually not. Uh, they open sourced. Ha- Hasbro said you, you know yeah they open sourced. They're like you're allowed to. We're we're not gonna come after you if you make. Jaguar really? homebrew stuff. Do whatever. It's that just, had nothing to do with Hasbro. No, I know. No, it did. Because remember didn't. Hasbro. Uh, no. at a, there was a period of time where they owned Atari. No. Yes, they, they were releasing. I think all, Atari was owned by every corporation on earth at one point. That yeah. In the nineties. Can I? All right. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I Dana Carvey impersonating Ross Perot? Can they, I finish? When. The Jack Trammell yeah. Atari ceased to exist, or he basically Atari sold it. Atari Corp or Atari Co. Remember, there was two. No, Atari. it was Atari yeah. Inc. Inc. Whatever. Yeah. There was Atari Inc. There was Atari Games. I know. There was Eighty different Atari companies. Because Atari Games was the arcade division that Warner kept. Yeah, yeah. And he sold the consumer division to Tramel who renamed it Atari Corp. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, Whatever. the point being the Atari Atari games, that side of it, eventually was sold and sold and sold and sold and was acquired by uh, not Vivendi. What was that? What was that other one? Uh, uh, not Microprose. Oh, no, um, no, 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 no. But uh, Infogrames. Infogrames. Yeah, yeah, Infogrames or whatever it was. They eventually got control of it. Then Hasbro like bought them. Hasbro Interactive or something. So they were all together. So that's what you're thinking of as Atari was not the Jack Trammell Atari. It was, oh, it was the, the other the other Atari group that did not own the Jaguar. They just had rights to like asteroids and. Missile Command and things like that, but now it's all the rights. This this new company owns all the, yeah, the big like com- French company. Yeah, they yeah they're terrible. They, they merged it all back together. Yeah, they're terrible. Wait, they did? Yeah, they have all but the it's, all but it's the rights. In name only. Well, they have right. the rights to like you know right. the games like Demons to Diamonds and things. Yes, yes. Is there going to be a Demons to Diamonds two thousand? Do you think I mean, there could be two thousand twenty? Twenty three hundred. Yes. Listen, <laughs> I, I never year, I never understood that game. In, in the year 2019, in you have uh, you have Super, you know, the, the, you have the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and Call of Duty, and Hearthstone, and yeah. Overwatch. In 1977, you had Demons to Diamonds. Well, okay, it was a little later than that, <laughs> or 78, or whatever it was. You that had, was more like you had 80, air sea battle. 82, maybe 80. No, was it that late? Demons no. to Diamonds was later, yeah, maybe. 82, wow. or yeah. I thought that. Wow. Okay. Well, well, actually, most it was after you had, your, it was you after had, Yars' Revenge. You I just had know that much. Most of the, and yeah. Demons to Diamonds. Well, actually, most if you look back on it, three <laughs> D Tic Tac Toe. That was most a rough one. of the yeah. No. Most of the Atari produ- like the VC. So the Atari VCS came out in nineteen seventy six. Seven. It came out in seventy six. Seven. How about in Sears Telegames? Is that was that a seventy six? Around the same time. Yeah. yeah. But if Seven. you look back at it. From from around that point for the first like three or four years, 
there were very few new games that were released. There were, yeah. On that system. Outlaw. Yeah, there was like... Well, those were arcade. Hangman, Human Cannonball. uh, Um, Arcade conversions. Yeah, even like like Maze Craze was a later game. That was like 78 or something. Yeah, Yeah, Flag Capture. That was a good uh, one. And then, uh, and then around 1980... Slot Racers. Right. And then after the Intellivision came out, then I guess they sensed, well, there's more competition. We better be... We should make some new games Crank here. them out. So then they hired all those new people, the David Cranes and the... Demons the Kitchens and the Howard Warshaws and all those people, and <laughs> they produced more games. That was now, like... I, I mean, was that 82 or even 83? I, I mean, eh. Demons of Diamonds. Now listen. Demon Attack was 80. Two, yeah, that was from a, a magic, a, yeah. magic. All right, yes. The Wikipedia article for the Atari Jaguar yeah. states: After Hasbro Interactive bought out Atari in the late 1990s, yes, correct. The patents to the Jaguar were released into the public yeah. domain, with the console being declared an open platform. Really. And that resulted in nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> naturally, were, were people supposed to like, like write games for the well, Jaguar? Well, hold on. Okay, Good so I'll luck. read. I'll read the next sentence. Since then, the Jaguar has gained a cult following with oh, a developer cult, right. with a developer base that produces homebrew games. Uh, not really. No. Terrible homebrew games. <laughs> actually, now, if you look at it nowadays, there are. It's amazing. There are actually dev kits like full. Gooey, interactive dev kits that are very—if you're a programmer, at least—very easy to use for everything from all the, all those the old Atari, so the old Atari eight-bit Atari systems, NES, Genesis. Or there's tons of them for like all these systems, and now you have this rash of like this reinvigoration of homebrewers that are producing games for these old systems. They're actually decent games. Yeah, but the interesting thing to me, the interesting thing Except is... Except for the Jaguar. We, yeah, the Jaguar is a lost cause. But Morale. we grew... You know, we've talked about this a million times. We grew up with the Atari 2600 being the main popular yeah. system, the Nintendo Entertainment System, Genesis, Super Nintendo, etc. Intellivision, ColecoVision, Atari 5200... Vectrex, Sega Master System, Atari Odyssey 2. 2. Odyssey 2. How uh, about an Odyssey 2 Mini? No Ata- Yeah, okay. KC Munchkin. Um, <laughs> the Atari 7800. Th- these the were... Even TurboGrafx-16. Like, out of all our friends, classmates, or whatever, we all had Nintendo, we all had Ataris, Genesis, Super Nintendo. Maybe one person had a TurboGrafx. Maybe one person had a Sega Master System. We grew up with these being very obscure yeah. things. Unpop- well, they were, they were unpopular more popular in other areas of the world. Yeah. So, but na- but the interesting thing is now, uh, with the homebrew, you know, the, these uh, the you know the amateur homemade games. I would say the 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 uh, game console with the most interesting. Things happening with the homemade games is not the Nintendo Entertainment System, not the Genesis, not the Super. The Atari seventy eight hundred is actually really? having some impressive things lately. Is it? There's been a few. You know, there's been a few. Uh, well, the twenty six hundred has the most active homebrew scene. It always has, and they've gotten to the point now where they 
I mean, it's amazing. Like I said, with these dev tools, there's a company called Champ Games, and they have been remaking games like Mappy. I think Galaga they're doing now. On the 2600. Yeah, they're amazing. Very impressive. Donkey they're amazing. Kong. There was a Donkey Kong. Yeah. Is, but isn't it like bank switching considered cheating? Huh. Well, it's more than bank switching. It's, yeah. it's it depends like, on who you ask. Yeah, in in the hobby. Yeah, it's more. But again, it's it's homebrew. It's not like I I wouldn't consider it. It's not considered part of the official library, if you will. So like, it's not canon. <laughs> but like, do you want to create a game that could have been created back then, or? Well, then you're not gonna. No. Well, the, I mean that those have been done to death at this point. It's clear that <laughs> no one can do that within anymore. Within the limitation, like how far can you push? The, like a four hardware, game. yeah, yeah with, uh, with, with the limitations of the day, yeah, you know the the contemporary limitations. Anyway, it's very you know it's very interesting. You know you you, you see a game like Demons to Diamonds, yes, and and you know growing up, and then we get this idea in our head like like you know like these are the limited. This is the limit of what this machine could do. Yeah. In the hands of professional uh, programmers at the company who made this thing. Well, again, they were only... Remember, those games, the people only had so long to work on them. A right. few months. But my point is... so and we grew, the systems would become obsolete after a few years. Right. So you would just work on something more powerful. So my point is, you, you grow up with one idea... Of of what the like the, the, this is what this machine is capable of and it can't yeah. do anything, and then years later, they come out with like a person at home comes out with uh, my, my, the, the 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 you know Donkey Kong Plus or Pac Man Plus or what, and it's like but, but this machine could do this. <laughs> yeah, they didn't we had to, like they, they it didn't it didn't have those kind of that limitations. Is actually, I mean, the guy that wrote the infamous. Pac-Man for the 2600, which oh, has been Fry. maligned, you know, the, the <laughs> nutcase Todd Fry, years ago when I think somebody uh, somebody made a Pac-Man with like a larger ROM or something, bigger file size, and it was, you know, much more accurate to the arcade, and like showed it to him at one of the trade, you know, one of the uh, collector shows that he went to, and he like almost like passed out, he like couldn't believe it, he's like, <laughs> I can't believe this! But again, they only had you know they were limited. Not to mention a lot of the, especially in the in the Atari twenty six hundred era. Especially if you watch one of my favorite documentary series, uh, uh, what was that? What was the one called that Warshore did? It was a uh, uh, Once Upon Atari. Once Upon Atari. I always forget. <laughs> On UTA, it was Once Upon Atari. Everyone there was first of all was insane and high. High, yes. <laughs> but but if you think about it, almost none of them had any mathematical or programming background at all. None. A lot of them were like artists and just, just nitwits well, and stuff or, like or that. Or scientific. Uh, yeah, right. They had uh, none. Like a, like a data analysis they, they basically They basically wanted, they just took anybody who was young, cheap, and yeah. would work for like 23 hours it's, a day and they would just hand them the manual and a in a well computer terminal be like here make a game yeah, it's like oh oh you 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 uh, you know how to program a computer okay make a game and it's like uh <laughs> You Not have even. to you have to fi- find a flag. <laughs> I, they, they would just make it was, yeah. it was like there there were no it was like one uh, guy was an accountant. One guy was was an accountant. <laughs> they were like hey, just make a game. It was like oh, okay. But you know there there were no established tropes or yeah. or or um, 
or expectations even. It was just a free for all. Yeah, it was like make a game. Yeah, 3D tic tac toe, and like that was the woman's. Um, you know, she was learning how to program. Oh, I, I made a 3D tic tac. Great, release it. And and then you know, several years later, as as Howard Scott Ward, I think it was him in the video. He's like, you know, once the bean counters took over, they're like, okay, game team. Here's a list. We printed out a list of words that you need to include in the title of your game. Sword. Rock. You know, th these are what's popular with the boys these days. Rocks. Uh, uh, lasers. So, th so then they started to dictate what kind of games that, th that they had to make. So the, the imagine, you know, it limited the imagination a little bit. But, um, to wrap up, so thank God. So uh, we're almost at three hours. Uh, so what the three is, hours for three hundred? Hey, listen, there's eight hundred thousand podcasts out there right now. None of them are three hours. Exactly. World record. I, I don't know if that's true, but it's true. I just released I said an, an eleven-hour episode. So no, eleven. It's hours. true. Because it was. It was a. It was an entire podcast co collected. No, no. See, that's bank switching. That doesn't count. <laughs> Yes. It's the equivalent of bank switching, yes. All right. So to close, yeah. video games, do yeah. you have any? There's the Switch. There's the. They're talking about the PlayStation 5 they unveiled. What's your I just play status? on PC. I play on Windows, and there's so many great games. It's amazing. Windows 3.1? I just, Windows like 10, 95. and I, I just got uh, Forza Horizon 4, a great driving game. Love those driving games. Reminds me of... Uh, the, and, uh, and you pronounce it correctly. Because I, I heard someone say it on a... Forza, um, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a great game called Need for Speed World, which yes. was uh, uh, an online game. And then they shut down the servers. Well, that's usually but, what happens. But, nah. so, but someone created a local server, so you could, like, uh. you could run Need for Speed World, and the server was on your local computer, so you were the only one in the world. Oh, but it, yeah. you could still drive around the world, and you could yeah. still download that. And... Uh, Doesn't it was seem just, like much fun. It was very sad because there was no one else there. But now Forza <laughs> is kind of the same kind of game. I apparently this is descended from one of my favorite Dreamcast games, Metropolis Street Racer, which right. is just a fantastic game. Which became Project Gotham. Pro Project Gotham. On the Xbox. Yeah, and then now, some wait, 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 wait. some Metropolis of Metropolis Street Racer. That game is awful. What is fantastic? Awful. What? Uh oh. I love that uh -oh. game. The control on that game on the Dreamcast with yeah. that garbage controller is horrible. I loved you have it. You to get the steering wheel. Well, that's the problem. I think you did need to use the stupid steering wheel. Know. I'm being sarcastic. So the Project Gotham team was dissolved, but then some members went to the Forza team. And there is so there is some some DNA from that original team, uh, game. Well, Forza was was like a simulated. That was more of a simulation right. series. Maybe they've made it more arcadey or something. But here's my question. We asked you this before off air, uh, yeah. but you don't communicate with the, your other uh, online. No, I, I don't use a microphone. No. Ah. I don't know what I would say to them. Nothing. I don't know. I don't know what I would say. Like, I, I, good yeah. shot. Good shot. Buddy. I remember when yeah. I pray. Nice aim. This is this is this is years and years ago. So there was there was Na there was like NASCAR simulation games that Sierra used to make on PC that were very accurate and difficult. You had to be very, you had to have a good racing wheel, a force feedback, and it had to be good. 
and the the only difference was there was no talking like there was chatting like with te- typing but there was no uh, uh speaking and then eventually they had like apps that people would yeah. use and i didn't bother with that stuff but like when the race was over like people would be in the lobby like just cursing each other yeah around. yeah like i will kill you i will find you and kill you you don't even know what country i'm in <laughs> And then eventually it got to the point where then like Xbox Live came out and then you had the, the headphones and people talking. And I remember like my cousin had it and he, he didn't use it anymore. And like one time we were like, we're like, hey, why don't we try this out? It's like, you got the microphone. I just want to see what this is like. And we went on like one of the halos and it was insane. It was just people screaming at each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So you're PC and, and mobile. Yeah, I, I, Android gaming and uh, PC gaming. Yeah. So great. What about you? What's your current? Uh, I don't play anything current. There's all no. my my gaming is classic OEM. You're not getting a Switch or an Xbox One mm. Part Two or a. I won't get any of those things. Stadia. Stadia. Google Stadia. I, I won't get any of those things until it gets to the point where they can be like hacked and you can just load the games on there. Which is probably unlikely in some of those. Because I have the, the, the latest ones I have are the 360 and PS3, which are both modded. Really? It's the latest I have. I think a week. I guess Stadia could never be modded because it's on their servers. Well, it doesn't exist. That's right. yeah. It's not out yet. Stream. Yeah. Game streaming, which I think could lead to the metaverse eventually. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so There will be a metaverse. You mean like that horrible, what was that, that, that dumb? Second uh, Life. Oh, the stupid Spielberg movie you just did. Uh, there was a good book, but Ready a terrible movie. It was yeah. a good Ready Player it was a One. Decent, yeah, Ready Player One. Decent book, but awful movie. Tron. I mean, so what? So what happened to VR? VR. It was like 2013, 2014. VR is taking everybody. It was like you'll see. Yeah, you'll no, see. Shut up! How dare you mock VR? You'll see. It's going to take over the universe. It's VR's not. All, it's just not. And they went with nowhere. 3D and 3D and everything else. It's bust. I think the metaverse is going to be not necessarily 3D, but I think you're going to have rooms with video screens on most of the walls, things like that. That is not, so you're not going to put a goggle on. It's just there'll be bigger and more video screens. I had, yeah. you know, I, I don't think I ever mentioned this. Ugh. I had an idea back in middle school, and I sketched it out and everything, and it was for an arcade game. So we all know the arcade video games. You you walk up to the cabinet, and you have the joystick and the buttons, the TV screen yeah. built inside. So I said, what to make it more interactive? You have an arcade game, but it's a it's a little uh, I don't know f- five foot by five foot room that you walk in. Yeah, and you walk in, and there's rollers. There's like like oh, like sphere God. like ball bearings yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Because if you have a treadmill, it only goes in one direction. This has to be 360 degree. You can be able to walk in any direction, in place. And all four walls of of this little miniature room that you're in have projectors projecting your environment. Eh. And they're all touch sensitive. So a game like Double Dragon. You're walking on the rollers, and the environment is is like zooming. You know, it's like moving with you as you're walking in place on the rollers. And then an enemy walks up to you from the side, and you kick the screen. And then there's one coming from there, and you punch the screen. And it's like that was my idea. That that was. It's a great idea. That's what you're saying. The whole room is basically is, Ready Player One. 
Well, I'm saying without the goggles over your eyes. You're, no, yeah. right. This yeah. is totally no goggles. I think the goggles. There's something uh, you know with with the goggles biologically. Like if you wear the goggles, it it it's it's more effective than not. Um. I just I think I think it so just it tricks what, it tricks but the mind. What, what have I always said though? Nobody know. is going to isolate themselves. Anything that that is isolating you from the environment, yeah. you're blind, you're deaf, you're. It's not going to become mainstream. It's just no. not. It has. It hasn't really taken off yet. Well, even, even though they say PSVR is like you know for PlayStation is there's millions sold and people are using it. It hasn't become like as mainstream as like a smartphone, you know. No, and it, it and it never will. Well, it can't. It cannot. I don't know. I know some people that are really into it still. So, well, yeah, of course there but are people games. who are really into it. But it's in terms of you'll see, guys. This is going to be the most mainstream thing ever invented. With it, no, it's not, and it hasn't. Well, there has to be a metaverse first for it all to really work. There's no metaverse right now. What's Second Life, as you mentioned, you know. But but there need there'll be a metaverse from Google or Facebook or something that will be the next level metaverse. Does you so don't have to wear goggles to go into it. It's just so. Um, are we at the three hour? We just we uh, just hit. Oh it. my All god! Right, let's I, go for four. No. Come on, four hours. Take no, it. <laughs> All right, so VR stinks. None of us own any current video games. The girls are coming back over. And okay. we have to okay, be so, aware. So it's, it's ending now, and we're going to thank. We're going to thank Greg. I'm Greg, I thank you, and you thank me, and we both thank Frank. And what about us? And Denise and Erica and uh, and Esteban and Spaceman, Spaceman David and Joe and Dennis and and uh, all the guests that have been on our show. And how about the guy in the dancing book? So you want to dance? So What's you want that to guy? be a dancer? We never found him. Yes, we did. We found him. We found him on Twitter. He's, uh, we did. Yeah. yeah, we just never contacted him. Okay. Oh. You, so you, for three hundred one, you got to contact him. What? The dancing guy. The dancing. Yeah, William E. Thomas. Um, <laughs> we thank William E. Thomas. Yes. That's the author. I mean, the actual yes. dancing. Oh guy. no, the guy on the cover of the no, book. I don't know. Who Probably dead. So. <laughs> he must be dead by now. Uh, who else was on our show? Dennis. There was the the poop report guy. Uh, that was Dave Prager. I don't even remember this. Who, who was the guy that the really Ed boring Daly, the serial Scott C. Clements. Oh, yeah, the really boring Canadian um, filmmaker. Guy. Mike Massé. Mike Massé. Yes. Great Eliza Dushku. Oh. Yes. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Ed Begley Jr. Begley. Samantha Fox. Begley Tammy Aaron. Nice. Um, <laughs> Tammy Aaron was that was a interesting one. Oh, is that Tammy Longstock? Yes. yes. The new adventures of old Pippi Longstock. She was into like a, her sex tape or something. Ah, uh, come but, on. But she wouldn't mention <laughs> that. Or was it the DUI? She wouldn't mention the DUI uh, crashing. I, she would, I thought she was talking to trying to get you to watch the sex. Tape. I know. Yeah. Well, we're not going to. So. Why not? She was trying to sell it at Chiller Deer. How much? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know because I had no interest in it. <laughs> like Who else do we need? To did she wear the Pippi costume in the, yeah. in the... Yeah. Okay. At the Chiller yeah, Deer. Yeah, but in the adult film, did she? Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. We didn't tell her to wear the costume. She showed up the costume. Half, yeah, yeah half unbuttoned. And 
Nice. That's like Brie Larson showing up to Clifton Commons with the uh, Captain Marvel outfit on, right? Yeah. yeah. Who's Brie that? Larson? No. Captain Marvel. No, like Brie Larson was trying to peddle a sex tape. Did she have Captain a sex tape? Captain Marvel. You know who invented? No, but you know her. she came to Clifton Commons, right? I know. Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah. But she dressed up as the character for the movie. That's kind of strange. That a, that it wasn't like strange. That's cool. Now DC has a Captain Marvel. Happy. Marvel should have a Captain DC. Yeah. Well, Captain Marvel and Shazam came out within like two weeks of each other. They're both Captain Marvel. But Shazam was the original wasn't Captain Marvel. Was right between Mar- the eyes. Wasn't it Mar-Vel? Well, that was the Marvel Comics version when he was a Cree. Captain Marvel yeah. zapped him right between the eyes. Yeah. And all the children sing. Hey, Bungalow Bill. <laughs> what, what did, did you? you kill? Oh. And that's the song with Yoko in it. That's right. a worse Beatles song. <laughs> Is that when uh, she was screaming? Yeah. No. But she was... when he looks so dear, his mommy had it in. <laughs> Who else do we have to thank? Kill. I don't want to forget anybody. Um, I'm trying to remember. Mike Messick. Oh, um, Kelly, Kelly from that wrestling oh, website. Wow. She was a guest. Oh, yeah, Spaceman awesome. David. Paul Chang and, and Steve. Remember... Uh, didn't he mail you a Game Gear? And oh, he mailed me all his Genesis From Minnesota. Yeah. Never heard from him again. No. Wow. Maybe he was from a federal prison, and I didn't realize. With yeah. the CIA. Yeah. Could have been. We should thank Laurie the Vegan. Who's that? Who's she was, Laurie the Vegan? I don't think she was ever on the uh, Punch nah, Stevenson show. Laurie? Who's Laurie the Vegan? Our friend? <laughs> Laurie Jane? She's a vegan? Yeah. Oh. All right, thanks, Lori the uh, Vegan, for listening. Who else? You didn't know she was a vegan? No, how would I know that? She's or friends with her family. Lori, if you're listening to the Paul Stevenson <laughs> show in the year 3000, can't remember. you're immortal because you're a vegan. Yes. <laughs> Thank the, the Burger King parking lot. Oh, yes. Uh, Oh, and how about that Lenwich place? What? You want to when, spank, yeah. thank them? Lenwich. <laughs> yeah. Then you used to record there? A couple yes, times. Yes, I was just going to say. Only yeah. a couple times. Yeah. Solar Theater Pot Expo. Belly. The Burger King parking lot? Uh, well, but no, we've, ate, we've eaten at, at Mike, uh, Jersey Mike's Subs more than Lenwich. Yeah, but mm. we just... That was our tradition. After every Chiller Theater, like, we're exhausted. Let's go to Jersey Mike's Subs <laughs> across Very the street. Very bland, though, no? Oh, it was good. Why? Yeah. I've never been there. Did they put rubber in the bread like Subway, or they stopped doing they that? They might. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they we used don't. to bring it to our facility. Really? How, how would we? Jersey Mike? Marketing. We have to test. Or Subway. Well, they test were, for rubber. Well, I would only have the cheese ones when I was okay. vegetarian, but they were very bland. Oh, okay. Test for rubber in the yeah. bread. I wonder. Can I make my can, if if my car gets a flat tire? Can I just put bread? You on? just put the bread in the tire. It'll just work. Take the yeah. tire well, you know, off. There was and just that time. Yeah. There was that time in high school when we went to the local diner the and there was like diner, gum. There was like told, gum yeah. in the bread. We've told this. Uh, <laughs> I met your dad. Yeah, Mr. Nora. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good guess, Rob. Well, people people it say is. my father is they he, he looks like Alan Alda, but then they say I sound like Alan no, Alda. He doesn't look like Alan. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. And you yes, don't sound like Alan. Alda. See, well, that's not these why people I are wrong. Yeah. You These don't people, talk people like are wrong. Hey. I was just gonna say he does. Hey, Alan, Alda, Alan Alda sounds like he has <laughs> too much tongue. 
There's too much tongue in his mouth. He doesn't talk like Alan Alden. Frank looks like Alan Alden. No, my father looks like Alan Alden. No, he does not. No, he does not. He absolutely does. Frank. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing. He just doesn't. Yeah. Alan Alda has a rounder head. What about Jamie Farr? Does he look like Jamie? Yeah. Who's Jamie Farr? From Bash. Is he dead? Clint Klinger. <laughs> no, I think he's. I think he's a. No, did he die? May have. Is Jamie Farr still alive? <laughs> Who is he? He's Klinger. <laughs> he's dressed like a woman to get out of. Oh, that car. Yeah. From the Cannonball Run. And he, he, unlike some other actors, he never quit the show. He knew to stick with Mash. He was in After Mash. He was in every. He was in Trapper John M.D. He never quit. Jamie Farr. Jamie Farr is. Jeez. Alive, he's alive. He's not dead. He's alive. Great. He's eighty-four years he's old. He's about. Blessing. He's about to be eighty-five in a really? couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And what else? Was Although he, he is a cannonball run. Was he? he was yeah, a, cannonball. He was in all three. Run. Really? Republican. He's, I don't think he turns down a job he's at this like point. <laughs> All right, thank you all. Thank, thank you, you, everyone. 300 episodes. It's great. Good luck, editing. Good luck editing this. It's going to take two weeks to edit. <laughs> Good luck. And I have a get whatever. That, get, get that gold wave uh, running. I thought, yeah, it'll blow up your computer. Yeah. So I have to do Three it like hours. half an hour at a time. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get like another 60 episodes out of this. Good. Yeah. <laughs> From your old format, yeah. <laughs> I have a, I have a, we'll end on a whatever happened to. Okay. <laughs> Whatever happened to Michael Flatley, Lord, Lord of the, of the Dance? Dance? I think, I think he still is the Lord. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's, that's a joke for Spaceman. His David. ankles are still strong. The end. That 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 was a joke for Spaceman, Space David. The end. All right. The end. Bye. See you later.